cheers to episode cheers. 138. What 138 is that? coffee. Is that swamp juices? <laughs> oh my god. It does look like swamp juice. I have water from a filter. Oh, I'll just kick off the show, Grant, before you can say anything. I just got the best news today around. Hold on, give me a second. Let me guess. I gotta check the time. Is, is the time important? Is this yes, a troll absolutely. bit? We're gonna talk about like Connor Stallion. Nope, I got the latest legit? news of all time today at three o six p.m. And it was Eastern time. He said Eastern my time. name first too, so that makes me think mm-hmm. I'm supposed to know. No, just that's just before uh, before you get started your host mm-hmm. duties. Um, Deer Camp is on. Oh wow. yeah, I know that. Wow, Deer yep. Camp is on. Wow. That is great news. It I made me con- so happy on the inside. We it talked about that on Saturday. So happy, we? yeah. And I was like, I don't yeah, think it's was, happening. You're like, he said, because you had said by now there would have been a text, and there hasn't yes. been a text yet. I Boom. mean, I guess Evan, I could have texted you last Thursday, yeah, well, like thanks, I was man. supposed to. But Lou said he was going to text you, so he did. And I was like, I'll just let him do that. Dude, it made me so happy, so happy. I uh, there's there's an actual chance I go unlimited time off, so. <laughs> and you probably won't work that following Monday, or you won't work that Friday either. So you're really no. only taking two days off. Yeah, the only thing is I'd have flights back to back weeks, which is a lot. Oh, Thanksgiving. Uh, wait. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving's the next week. But boost those miles, I'll... Alex. So you get a free trip in the future. Alex will thank past Alex for traveling so much. When you uh, when you said. You, you might make it. I almost slipped out. Of, that's bad news for deer. But then I realized you're not going to kill any anyway. So it's really doesn't oh. change. Grant, that's incredibly disrespectful because my deer kill count is two and yours is zero and Evan's is zero. So yeah, more than you, dude. And even if I my, did kill one, I can't take it on actually, the Delta plane back to Houston. So <laughs> my deer count is actually one, Alex. Oh, yeah. Or Car. or. Poor escape. <laughs> yes. I would love to see Alex just carrying a dead deer over his shoulder through an airport. <laughs> yeah, can I take this through security? <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, all right. What are we news. talking about on today's show? Question mark. <laughs> Tonight is, let's set the Come scene on, Brad, first. Do your bit. Tonight your is bit. Monday, <laughs> October 23rd. It's <laughs> 20. 23 the time is 7 40 p.m 6 40 central time alex somehow he survived game seven traffic he thought it was gonna be the end of the world this morning turns out everyone was everyone was freaking out about it we got an email a staff-wide email leave at 5 30 no no later like you have to leave but this is the same people that close down work when it rains so that's to be expected no there if it snows, a, you guys, there's a deeper reason. If it snows, the city of Houston's not going to make it. <laughs> These people are not prepared for that. Um, Alex made it. What are we going to talk about today? There it is. That's what I was looking for. You'd ask the question out loud. Weekly recap, for sure. Um, oh, I pulled up the wrong document. Oh, I found a mistake in the re- in this. I found a mistake. What? Oh no! The previews: Lions versus Ravens. Thank you, Evan. Nope. Ugh, Raiders. Raiders. Um, I don't even need to look at that anymore. We're gonna do. We're gonna recap the NFL. 
We're going to start with Lions Ravens first, as opposed to big picture thoughts. And then we'll go to big picture oh. thoughts. And we'll recap the NCA. Michigan versus MSU, then big picture thoughts. Mm. Red Wings, because of Evan's nice hat. We're going to talk about the Sticks Red Wings. Sticks and pucks, baby. Sticks and pucks. And MSU versus Minnesota and Lions versus Raiders. I guess Michigan will be a whole new part of this now that we'll do at some point, either in the recap of the game or big picture. We'll do big picture takes and say about Michigan and this news that dropped today, but then we have to call it one. All this show should really be about is Urban Meyer and the death penalty. Or also Urban Meyer <laughs> could be worked into the big picture takes as well. Um, yeah, welcome in. Buckle up. Number one all-around sports show in the state of Michigan. Alex, you start mm. with what you did from Sunday, Sunday October 15th. Sunday. 15th. Weekend a day. days ago. Monday, I did not work. Ah. Yes. Company holiday. <laughs> uh, Tuesday through Friday. Or Thursday, I should say. Or Tuesday through Friday, work hours um, was work. Didn't do anything fun. Friday, uh, I went to a bar and watched the Astros game after work. It's like a happy hour type of work deal. Um, the bar was called Truck Yard. Truck Yard. Um, had a Ferris wheel. Inside of it. When it- yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, it's an outdoor bar. I already get this. Wheel. It's like America Park. I don't need kid attractions at a, a man's game. It's, it's uh, <laughs> all the like tables were like made Truck from yard. like old trucks. Hmm. Evan, you definitely rode the Ferris wheel as a kid. It America looked like park. a truck. Don't try to rode it once. Uh, this Ferris wheel was not in use, so like I don't. Truck ride. I don't think people are hopping on this thing. Bar. All over this too. Truck yard. Oh, I wrote truck ride. LOL. I know. I, I heard you spelling it Ooh, out. Oh, I like that outdoor patio. In Houston? Sick. No, Evan. Yeah. Different well, there's country. one in Dallas and Colony, yes, Texas, Houston. and Fort Worth, and truck yes, yards for Houston. sale. Truck yard safety rules? Oh. Oh. Did you eat this? Oh. The- Come as you Just are, drink. Bear Garden, an adult playground. Well, how, how play are we getting? Well, I would say it's an nice rub tunes. Oh, can't copy and paste in there. Um, what was your strategy? Because you know, work happy hours. You don't want to be the drunkest guy there. What, right. what was your uh, What was your uh, game plan? My thought process was just get a beer when everyone else does. Smart. And everyone just kept getting beers. So I was like, I'll just did you sit in sand, Alex? No. Your table sit at work. Sand. I don't like your sand. feet. Yeah, but sure. this looks like there's sand on this advertisement. No, I didn't eat that, Grant. I didn't need anything. I mean, but, look at that. Wow, that's <laughs> diarrhea waiting to happen. Uh, but, so yeah, they had a lot of, like, their beer selection was all, like, Texas beers. Mm. Uh, Oberon. No. Nope. Too hearted. No, unfortunately, I don't. No one knows what too hearted is here. It's very party party. Yeah, they have that. Had myself one this weekend. So lots of exotic beers. 
tried a couple. Couldn't tell you what they were called, I'll be honest. But one of them, I think, Grant, you had been a fan of. We're on the, you know, lighter delicious, side. Delicious side. Girly type side. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And then the game, well, it happened to be like the best game of the playoffs probably so far. So it's electric to watch that with a bunch of Astros The Diamondbacks fans. one that I watched looks sick. I don't know, man. Just a home run, a massive home run pimp job. And then he gets the LTV hit one? by that game, yes. So oh, the Rangers, dude, who yeah. hit the bomb. Then they hit him, and they pretend they didn't intentionally hit him. Then there's a brawl. Then he's ejected. The pitcher's ejected. And then all that for Altuve to come up and hit a game. This all happened? Was this game five yes. or six? Five. I'm going to have to go watch this. Game seven, Bill seven. Simmons tweeted it was the best baseball game he's watched in 20 years. Do we care about Bill Simmons' opinion? I like Bill Simmons. He's a nice guy. Oh. My he bad, knows but... a lot about history, but now I gotta start. Now I'm just thinking about baseball games. No, the no, 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 no. The World Series game between the Dodgers and the Astros is the one of the best baseball games. It's better than that game, 100. percent Also, the Cubs Indians World Series game was very good too. Yes, you could also argue we're on the bad end of it, but the big poppy home run. Was I would have electric. to reread the tweet. Maybe we didn't say that. That he just said it was a great game at a minimum. I know. I remember that game. Okay. Well, you should go back and watch the highlights. It was pretty electric. I will. I mean, Astros Yankees. Altuve's walk off against the Royals. Ah, uh, I did tell. Also good. Tell some coworkers that I was in Rick's for that. Yeah. Yes. Never forget electric moment. Um. So yeah. And then uh, left there roughly like 8 p.m. And then I went to another bar because uh, a, I guess, friend of a friend, I would describe them as, asked me to go to a bar with them. So went to a place called Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. It's like a three-level bar. Oh, uh, and then the fancy. third floor is like on the roof and like looks out to the city. So great the ceiling is the roof. Not downtown though. <laughs> nope, definitely downtown. Inside joke. Definitely downtown view. Um, so that was cool. Same same concept as the last bar with the beers. It's just all Texas beers. You're not really Amen. getting anything else. No Bud Light. Uh, I didn't see Bud Light. No Corona. I didn't see domestics at all. Corona? Just no. I'm telling that's you. Such like, a just... te- that's such like a bullshit Texas thing where they think they're like the most important state in the union. So it's only their beer. Yeah, it was. A di- I mean, maybe if I asked someone, they'd like pull it out of a different fridge. I couldn't see, but like I was, I didn't see it. I didn't see like, it. Imagine if menu. Michigan was like, oh, we're not going to serve you a Molson or a Labatt because we're just. You're not in the right country. It was Come a on. brewery, so like, I mean, if you went to TBC, can you get domestics there? Probably not. So no, you can't. Fair point. Fine. Fair point. Relax, Grant. Um, so that was fun for the most part, and then Saturday, I played golf. Uh. At Memorial Park Golf Course, which has hosted a PGA Tour event in recent years. Who won it? Who won the event, Grant? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. But uh, I shot 45 on the front. Rusty. And then I shot one under on the back. Birdied 16 and 18. So 
pretty cool. So shot eighty. Um, greens were fast. Greens were pretty nice. Course was pretty wide open. So once I figured that out about hole six, I just started pulling driver and just launching, just just hitting it as hard as I could. And now never Holy be in shit. trouble. Tony Finau won there in twenty twenty two. Well, there you go. Well, Jason Kokrak in twenty twenty one. Well, the front nine Alex is not making here. the cut. No, no, I would have to have my back nine be in my first nine and then keep it going. No I don't way. even know if I'd make the cut at one under. Probably not. But yeah, Potter got rolling on the back, so that was yeah, it's fun. Um, and then watch this pitiful. Uh, just a casual little made putt on 16 and 18, just like, because others in the group were like, yeah, man, that was sweet. I was like, yeah. Um, then I watched a pitiful while. Then you got a fat Chipotle order after that because mm-hmm. I was starving. So Talk I really me. went all out. Bowl, what? side tortilla, chips and queso. Just went for it. What kind of meat? Steak. Oh, carnitas, dude. Come on. Never had. What? Never had carnitas. That's just like shredded pork. It's it's just like pulled pork, but Mexican version. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, my God, Alex. Then I watched a pitiful night of college football. Sunday, I did diddly dip. Just did some laundry. Like, I didn't leave my apartment and I have no wrong because I refuse to go on Sunday. I have a, if I legitimately got up and showed you what I have, I have two packs of ready rice, Mm. oatmeal, Mm. carbs. That's That's carb loading. That's all I have. Big carbs. That's literally all I have. That's the eligible single bachelor life. I mean, that's just on par. Yep. So that was my weekend. Hell yeah. Um, Evan, I think we should double team ours. You go first, though, in terms of anything before the tailgate. Don't get to the tailgate yet, and then I'll see what I have, and then we can do tailgate together. Okay. Um, Uh, Middle school football game Tuesday, last home game. Win. Adrian. No. Uh, seventh grade had a rough first half. Played really well in the second half. Came up short. Um, and then eighth grade, just it was nothing went well. Nothing hmm. went well for the eighth grade game. So that left a bad taste in my mouth on Tuesday night. Is that night. kind of the opposite of the week before? Complete 180, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Shout out me for remembering. Um, They're just kids. Then... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, nothing much. Shout out to Ryan. He shot a deer on Wednesday. Didn't know he hunted. Um, my father, Alex. Yeah, I know. How many points? Oh, wow. That's going to be a slap in his face. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. How many points? Good one. Oh. Down goes Evan. Evan, welcome in special Hello. guest Evan. Testing one, two, welcome three. Back. Testing. That sounds right, crispy. Good. 
um, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, um, men's night, football, beer, sports. Oh, yeah, <laughs> men's night. I forgot. <laughs> Yep, I look forward to that every single Thursday. The boys club, and, yeah, boys club, exclusive club. And then Friday went up to Michigan State, hit the Riviera Cafe. Nice. Before I went to the Riviera Cafe, I honestly I thought went... you guys were at Mux. Yeah. Big I thought you were at Reno's or Crunchies. I mean, I just like randomly glanced at it and I was like, "Oh, they're at Mux. Good for them." Totally I went to that we played Michigan Reno's for dinner. Hmm. Um. That wasn't supposed to go there first. The restaurant that we were supposed to go to, 75-minute wait. We said absolutely not. Went to Reno's East. Where'd you go? Hopcat? Snope. Uh, oh, God. What was it called? BJ's. Boston's. It's right next to the front 43 over there by uh, Skyview, Alex. Cask. Casking Company. Cask Company. Oh, it's yeah. Not, I've heard good, place really good things about that. Cask I Co. ate there. Marissa's talked about that. Co. Yep. I yep. ate there with uh, Luke. Wilkins and I think McCrate there before. I've heard that place is really good. I have um, never heard of it. I was I wasn't dressed up for it. Everybody in there was like dressed like it was a five star New York City penthouse restaurant, and I was in like a sweatshirt and sweatpants, and I was like, "Well, oh. they serve Miller Lite. I don't think it's that fancy. Correct. It's correct. Everybody Texas well, bars don't serve Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Friday. Okay, I just Reno's East is the most dysfunctional, unorganized restaurant I've ever been a part of. It's dog shit, to put it lightly. It, it, it's I was just not a just, nice place. Don't they host no, I, like the coach shows? Yes, it's weird. I'm not sure why. You walk in and everybody's just doing whatever they want to the tables. The tables are not organized properly. The way you said we that. have <laughs> spanking the tables. Everybody is just kind of doing, doing whatever they the want. Tables. There's no like pattern of the tables. You know what I mean? How every restaurant's be like, all right, there's yes. a section here. You have no so idea. The servers get lost. They don't know where to bring the food. There's a private section mm-hmm. blocked off. From Mel and Brenda. <laughs> don't cut that. Um, I'm not. And then, so we try to sit down at a table, sit down at the smallest table, and look, nope. So we sat at the bar. And there was live music because the jazz player at Reno's live music. And let me tell you, this guy in my power rankings, this guy on the saxophone could play a sax. He could sax it up. Um, Whoa! It was him and his wife's twenty—I don't even fiftieth maybe wedding anniversary or something. That's why they were playing live music. They were solid. They were all right. And then we went to the Riv. I really wanted to go to Crunchies and sing karaoke, um, but we want we need. Like, you wanted one. to go sing karaoke? Yes. Yes. I was going to go Crunchies, f- and I was going to sing Nickelback. Oh, that makes sense. I wasn't. I mean, last time I was out yet. at the bar, I was that going to get grooving and dancing on tables at the Rift. So I think karaoke is oh, on brand. <laughs> Forgot about um, that. Friday. That was Friday night. I was so exhausted by Friday. I was like, I was out of the rib at like eleven o'clock. I was like, I'm done. Smart. Woke up early. Got a nice breakfast at uh, Leo's again. 
so disgusting. I when I got there, Alex, that he they'd already gone to Leo's. I was like, "Do you guys wake up at six a.m. to yes, get to Leo's?" That's what they made me do. Six fifty alarm is set for six fifty. You're sitting down in the booth at seven o'clock. No one's oh there God. except the same seven people, two cops, and it's so nice. It's it nice. is. It's it's, it's early nice. morning diarrhea. That's what it is. It's nice. And then I um, actually, hours, yeah, sorry. What finish it? But I have one. Take and then two hours later, tailgate started. Yeah, that's the t- part I have a question about. You guys seem to be at it bright and early for a seven yeah. o'clock game or seven thirty game. I mean, my you first guys beer were, that I cracked was at nine forty-two. Like no wonder, like people were dead at six p.m. and five p.m. Like you guys started early. I think I waited the time Evan. that we were told to get there. I waited maybe seventeen minutes, and I was like, "Evan, I can't let you be the only one drinking." And I cracked <laughs> the high noon shortly after. <laughs> When I, when I like, I was because what it was eight forty five for Central me. Time. I was just laying there. I was like, oh, they're probably just like slow moving this morning. You get a Snapchat. Beers are already open. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the game's in twelve hours, guys. You need to chill out. Well, but, the morning was the best weather. The sun was actually out in the morning. And then I texted yeah. for a vibe check, and you said that it was miserable, and that was like at four p.m. <laughs> the weather it was a long. There was a lull there, was, there for yeah, a while. We talked about the lull. There, was there a had to be one as as, because you as guys soon started as, like, too early. Penn State, Ohio State game got done, and then oh, you're I was like, "What do you like, do for that whole next four stretch of games?" Like, oh my god, you, we you couldn't watch Tennessee Alabama. We could only watch like ten minutes of it. Couldn't watch the second half. YouTube TV didn't get it. I mean, I just couldn't believe how early you guys were going. I knew that it, oh, there was going to be some troubles. I remember waking up at. Um, like here in in Rochester at like six, and I was like, like just just so tired. And I was like, there's 13 hours until kickoff. Why am I awake? <laughs> like I don't need to be in this mindset. And you weren't even really any slanting, Evan. Evan woke up that early. Any slanting? I woke up that early. Yeah. I, I wasn't even awake. Yeah. My alarm went. Well, you guys were probably nighty night by like midnight. <laughs> Well, I was asleep. Well, I was asleep, and then I was woken up to the other people coming home, being loud and obnoxious. Who's the other people? And where uh, were they? Jason, Jason, Ryan. Jason rallied after what I saw. No, Friday night. Oh, I'm talking about Saturday, Saturday. night bedtime. He did. Oh, rally. Saturday night bedtime. I was in bed. I was sleeping oh. by eleven. I lay down, and it was like ten thirty-seven. And I was up ready to start my Sunday at eight o'clock. I was wide awake. I was well, yeah. I, was I mean, went to bed at ten thirty Saturday. <laughs> I know it was fantastic. All right, we should do the tailgate. Well, it was Marissa's birthday. Wednesday was Marissa's birthday. And you played trivia. Yeah, but we yeah, but we sell. Okay, that's a good point because we celebrated the weekend before. So it, didn't, it I yes, we did the celebrations early. We did go do trivia at Freddie's bar. Um, and shout out Freddie. It was it was fun. I got a couple right. I think I think no. I think people cheat. Marissa but... told me Grant's great at trivia, even though his daily dozen performance daily is not great. I pulled a couple. There was one about like what what is the um, biggest pass like gap in the Appalachian Mountains between like Cumberland Gap. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> but I only knew that. that. Because of oh, the Darius song. Rucker sings about it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was wheel. like, if it ties to music, I was like, it wow. has to be that. Never, never picked that up. <laughs> okay. Um, 
bullshit though there was no sports categories the whole night so my my strengths weren't even played to they had an olympics category which is not sports so i didn't get well I, it I is help at all <laughs> listen uh, i said that too and someone was like think about how much effort they put i was like not sports <laughs> you didn't tell someone that <laughs> I did. There was like three other people there. And I was like, well, Olympics is not really sports. And they're like, they were joking. Like, imagine telling the athletes. I was like, yeah, no, I would. It's just that it's not important. <laughs> I mean, Grant, basketball is an Olympic sport. They're amateur athletes. I mean, what do you want me to say? Basketball is an it. Olympic sport. Flag football is an Olympic sport. Those were funny memes. I Golf saw those. is an Olympic sport, Grant. But the like, Olympics is not Hockey sports. is an Olympic sport. <laughs> Actually, like no. A, yeah, I didn't play in a lot. Well, the NHL yes, players is. did not play. NHL they, players did not play in the Olympics, so but they amateurs have, were playing. They have plenty of times because Gary Bettman's a piece of shit. Wrestling okay. is an Olympic sport. No, it got canceled. Oh, you you reading off the Wikipedia entry of? No, I'm not reading off my mind. I'm just telling you, like whatever comes to my head. Track and field, Olympic sport, but. Skeet shooting, Olympic sport. What I mean is if, if someone's like, oh, this is the sports category and you put the Olympics, that's bullshit. That's not <laughs> – that's not – like You're just stupid. No, it's a different – it's a different class of athletic event. Um, it's the anyways, World Games. <laughs> they suck. They're not fun to watch. They're Google oh, Michael Phelps. Oh, come on. Beijing was electric. That's the Michael Phelps. That's it. Oh. That's it. That was the peak. You don't cheer on everything United else. States hockey in the Winter Olympics. Uh, I watched the Oshi shootout. You're such a piece of shit. You're not even an American. Half the time they're on at 7 a.m. or they're on tape delays, so you already know who won. It's a terrible event. Well, it's in L.A. next suck. time. So, well, it's in Paris, actually. But then it's in L.A. in 2028. So That'll be your... cool because we'll be on the same schedule. That would be cool that we're on the same schedule. That'll be cool. But you guys won't Notice. be because it'll be Pacific times. It'll be three hours later. So but Adam will be asleep be when the games start. Uh, like Primetime games, baseball, Evan's I'm, out cold. I'd rather watch Tigers baseball than the Olympics. You won't. 100%. Because the Tigers in will be an expansion we franchise. In 2028, we will want to watch Tigers baseball. We hope so. That's probably what we said seven years ago about 2023. Um, let me think about my day. No, Saturday, seven years ago, up. we were 2014. We were in the ALDS against the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, we probably thought for sure we'd be good mm. in 2023. Take in that fact, back. Not you just went the playoffs again. No, yeah, that's that nine, nine years ago. ago Evan. But yeah, my math is not adding up. 2016, that was the. We haven't made the playoffs since 2014. That was the fire sale year. I think 2016 was a fire sale year when we traded everybody and didn't get anybody in return. We it haven't was. made the playoffs since 2014. Carry I on. worked for Fox Sports Detroit. That was a one last ride here. Yeah, fake job in your basement. I remember it. I had to go to the games. Uh, I did get buzzed on a couple nights on away games. Don't tell my boss. I know. I was <laughs> with you. Um, Woke up super early. Picked up some Twisted Teas for our friend Colby. Had to double check how early you're allowed to buy booze in Michigan. Turns out 7 a.m. is the cutoff. I barely made it. I got there at like 7.05 and bought the booze. I have a question that just hit me. Yeah. Why are you buying booze for Colby? Yeah, he's 21, he dude. Me. He was like, "Are you? if you're stopping. Did he know there's a CVS stopping? like a block from his house? I don't, I don't want to tell him. Or like him, 20 liquor stores <laughs> around his house. There's a party store a block from his house. He I has was a car? More than, like what? I was... 
Why would you do that for him? I don't want him to feel bad because I was more than happy to. He doesn't listen but to the show. I think he assumed I was <laughs> stopping in the morning. I had already done all my shopping for the tailgate right after work on Friday. So he texted me like 8 p.m. that night. And I was like, yeah, I'll stop because I have to get gas. But I had already shopped for the tailgate. I just walked into the store to get it because I was getting gas at Meyer anyways. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was out of my way. I sent the tweet grant from Bill Simmons, by the way. Thank you. Um, decade. The the drive to East Lansing was awesome. All the leaves changing. The sun was out early morning. Just listening to different songs to get me ready for the day. And then a divine intervention. I, I did have to make an emergency pit stop at the rest Again? area. Before the <laughs> You've stopped there so many times. It's like clock well, because I because I got. Um, a number seven for McDonald's breakfast, which is two sausage burritos, a dirty <laughs> dude, hash brown, all your choices, and a coffee. That's such well, a bad choice. You have to have something when you drive that you can hold on to easy, not like a big McMuffin. I'm eating McMuffin. I'm shoving it down my gullet while I'm driving. I'm getting I'm a McMuffin, or I'm getting a sausage McGriddle, and I'm just greasing myself up. That would have been worse. Than just grease on my <laughs> cheeks like Patrick Starr. <laughs> the fuck? Oh yeah, when they're out you in the wilderness, <laughs> the magic conch. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's disgusting. Um, it's super funny. So, divine intervention. We're we decide skate park. Alex, to your advice, I don't think I told you this, Alex, because I was scrambling on this car ride. The skate park's never failed, and you're going to tell me that this week it did. Just listen. Get ready for this ride. Colby texted me. Hey, just a heads I'm like half hour out. Colby's like, hey, just a heads up. Joe's trying to park at the skate park last night completely full. And I was like, oh, uh, God. That would have been my only question. So I'm like, oh, we had talked about lot 89. I was like, oh, lot 89, easy. I, I'm thinking, though, like, hmm, trying to figure out where it's at. So I type in MSU parking, um, game day parking. And they're like, Lot 89 is now $20 to public park, and it's not going to open until 11 a.m. because it's a night game. And I was like, oh, God, I can't even get into the lot that I'm thinking of. I have so grandparents. I, you could have parked there. I consult with Marissa and Dale and Betty. I consult with Evan and Colby and Ryan. And we threw out uh, – try Skate Park first and foremost, just in case. Try East Lansing High School, or you can park near Charles Street. At Who the told you East Lansing High School? Evan. He suggested that. Well, I think that is a so watch your watch ticket. your mouth. <laughs> fat ticket waiting. No, that's for where you. people tailgate parked all the time. Yeah, if you get the, it's a pay for lot on game days. That was okay. not news to me, but but I mean it was clo- it was close to the guy's house and the girl's house. It's that direction. True. And then there was another option, like if you find a spot near the guy's house on the street, there's a number you can call and say like you're parking all day. And you can use it like 20 times and they'll let you, I guess is what Mar- she sent me a link to call. I've number. done it. So I was going to, I was thinking about that and it wasn't technically overnight because I was driving home. So I was like, all right, I'll figure it out. So I go to skate park. I pull in bad vibes because if you picture right on the entrance, there's the sidewalk. Yeah. There was a car parked on the left of the sidewalk in the grass. They just made their own parking spot at some point. But someone <laughs> pulled like- out right when you pulled in, that's what happened. And then you got a spot. No, I, I drove back. There was a car also illegally parked in a handicapped spot. So people were just breaking laws. At the very back, there was one spot in between two cars just open. Took you two hours to get in there, I'm sure. I said, Colby, I'm in. So he comes, picks me up. We 
get there, walk to the tailgate. That was so anticlimactic. All that for that. You you ruined it because you basically you yeah because I knew because you wouldn't tell this whole story because you just didn't make it seem like the other options are real. You're like that, you're like that guy that watches when they watch TV shows. They just predict what's going to happen, and like, oh, I already knew what's going to happen. Nails it. Yep, that is exactly what I do. And they suck to watch being this smart. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, but tailgate overall, great time. I kept making the joke that uh, it was the best tailgate I've been to in two years. It was only the second tailgate I've been to in two years. Oh, but it, it was very good. Um. Also got a laugh out of some people. I kept pulling the, uh, as they were saying out all the food, the Chris Berman, I was like, some spread. You got a great chuckle every time. Good pop. <laughs> uh, what else? I guess I should say thank you to the people that hosted it. That was like their parents weekend, I would say. Everyone brought a bunch of great food. If I'm thinking like, uh, it made me think of SpongeBob with the, some chicken, some pasta, some roast beef. I had buffalo chicken chili dip, Chick-fil-A. White chicken, uh, uh, bean chili. I had a meat and cheese tray. Chili. I mean, it was just, I actually realized this, Evan, looking back, like I kind of felt not a hundred percent, but it wasn't from booze. I just had ate so much different food that around like 5 PM, my stomach, like I felt hung over, but my stomach was just battling all the different types of food that I put in it. But I was flabbergasted when we were at the end of it and i was like Evan, how many people do you think were here he's like 70 to 80 and i was like no way there's just no way that number of people were in this lawn and then we started asking the adults and other perspectives like at least at least over 50 was the consensus so pretty close to that 60 70 whatever you want to call it range and it was just it's just a sea of humanity there's a lot of people just walking it was a lot of people I mean, Grant so told me last night that basically 50 is what the consensus finally is for him. Oh, I'm, I'm hammering the over on the 50 people. Could have been a peak amount of people. Been. There was more than 50. Because there was people inside. I didn't even consider. Out. I didn't even consider the people inside. I mean, I don't even know that many people. I don't know that. I didn't know everybody at the tailgate either. It was any the, big takeaway thoughts from you from the tailgate? Uh, weather wasn't as bad as expected. But it got bad. Um, True. Mm. It never really got that I mean, bad. Talk about the lull. The lull is that... 5, the, 5 p.m. is the ideal kick time. The lull is that we've been going at it. Well, I mean, we were still going, going at it. Going at the, it, the you core, and Grant. Yes, the core group <laughs> were, was still there. Um, But the lull is that everybody else like that was invited to the party or was invited by an invite... Um, either left or they re- or they went to the game. So it was that yeah. whole thing like from 5.30 to 6.30. Could you guys have been able to pull off a bar for the game? Like, do you think you could have kept going and went to a bar and drank and kept it kept well, it no, going? I had to drive. No. I could have, Grant, I things aside. Like, yes, I definitely could have. How are you I, feeling? Oh, yeah. Like, could you have, like, gone out for the game? When we went to stay into the game, until, we were sober. Could you have gone on a 2 a.m. bar run? No, I was so tired. My legs hurt so bad. I didn't. St- I didn't sit down <laughs> yeah. from no chairs either, Alex. Alone. Mm. I mean, your legs just hurt <laughs> from nine thirty until I got stink. into the stadium. I didn't sit down. That so from nine thirty to that stresses seven, me out a little bit. 
That's a lot seven. of standing. We got another like, like oh 20, 20 minutes left. So from 9.30 to 7.10. <laughs> didn't sit down once. Because you started so goddamn early. Yeah, because it's a tailgate. Yeah. It's a yeah, last but, good tailgate. I mean, it sounds like if you guys started is, two I'm hours show later, up. you might have been happier. The next oh, home game, Blackout City, noon game, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show up. I'm going to go to Leo's at 7 o'clock, and then I'm going to walk to the stadium. What are you going to do when we go to Detroit, Evan? You're not going to be able to go to Leo's for breakfast. Oh, I'm going to go to another Coney Island in Detroit. We're going to go good. drive to Detroit at 5 a.m. And then we're yes. going to tailgate all day in Detroit because it would be a different atmosphere. Be in- we are going to tailgate all day in Detroit, but I don't think we're leaving at 5 a.m. for you to go to I Leo's. I know where we're at in Detroit. Where? The casino. It's <laughs> a terrible idea. A funny line from Evan is he said multiple times throughout the day, he's like, imagine how drunk we would have had to got if it was a noon game. Like, he's like, I'm kind of glad I could pace that myself. That is the first thing I thought of when I showed up to this tailgate. But it sounds like you didn't like, get drunk at all. I didn't get, like, hammer hammered. I mean, I was buzzed I was not that drunk. 75% of it. Evan, you really changed your tune this season after last year's debacle. Because I got made fun of by you. <laughs> no, it was not just me. No, those people were cheering with me. You were just making fun of me. I didn't make fun so of you. I grow was, up, get a life. I get was just worried that you were going to end peasant. up. But I never <laughs> said any of that. I was just worried you were going to end up in a prison cell. Um, Public uh, intoxication. No, drunk would go to. Yeah, this was a funny bit. It was making me die. But I felt uncomfortable <laughs> and awkward. So we're standing under the tent watching the. I don't even know if Ohio State was on yet. But I I never met him. And I, I thought he looked familiar. I was like, I don't know who he is. And he's standing next to Evan, shoulder to shoulder. I'm across the table on the other side. And I said something to Evan, or I said, like, oh, are you a And he goes, he taps Evan and goes, oh, my God. Do you know who that is? And I was like, what? And he goes, that's the guy from Charlotte, Michigan Sports. And I was like, oh, this kid's a jokester. Oh, that is it was a good funny. bit. That's hilarious. Also, I don't think I told. I didn't tell anyone this. I don't know if Mitch passed it along, Evan, but this can be on. I got my Uber ride back to skate park after, and um, we came in the back way. I would say from Skyview, and then we had to turn left on the Michigan Ave or do turn right, do a Michigan left to get back to skate park because it was across mm-hmm. the way. Yeah, that road's so busy that we were sitting standstill traffic at the light. And he's like, you know, honestly, your best bet is probably just to get out and walk. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. So like, I'll just get out, walk the sidewalk, and then go get in my car instead of waiting at this light. And I get out. Mind you, it's like 10.30 p.m. It's dark, kind of raining. I minute my foot, steps outside. I just hear someone go, Grant. I was like, what? Far behind me is with his window rolled down, <laughs> driving, I think, by himself. Right? I was like, what's up, Mitch? And I was like, What's I don't know why, but I felt, like I, had, I, I felt like I had to explain what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm just getting dropped off at skate park. Why did you feel like you needed to do that? I just, I just probably like, what the hell is Grant doing here? It's the car behind us the whole time was just Mitch. That is funny. It was a small world. Um, the game, so not technically mm. the play on the field, but one thing about Evan that I learned, you, I, it was a good lesson for me because I do this to Marissa. You gotta keep up with Evan when you're walking into the game. Evan is on a mission weaving. from God. Just bobbing through yeah, people. Grant, even you're not helping your case because you walk slow to begin with, but No. So I do that to Marissa. When we walk in crowds, I bob and she's like behind me. 
Well, and I like it, but we and he gave me a warning. We got close to the stadium. Evan goes, "All right, just try to keep up." <laughs> he just gone. You warned him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. he's been walking he goes, be super. Because Alex, we're coming, we're coming from across the bridge, and so like all those people that are coming from like the Wells Hall area stopped at the, like that first like uh, ticket check through, and I told Grant, I was like, "I'm not waiting in the line. Just keep up," and we're going. The efficiency, though, that we got in, we get in, he crows left, gets a beer. We both said we had to get paper towels to dry our seats. We both walk single file into the bathroom. Don't make eye contact with anyone. Grab our paper towels, walk to our seats, dry them off. And we're we're butts in seats with like 20 minutes till kick, just ready to go. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Um, other notes from it. People stood up the whole game, oh. and I couldn't believe it. Grant and I talked about that on the way there. Grant was like, so by curiously, you know, just like, uh, that is, is this going to be like a stand-up game? Like, is Michigan State fans going to stand up? And I was like, dude, there's no way our section stands up. There's no way. Anybody our legs are sore. Our legs are sore. Kickoff. <laughs> you, just, you didn't even they get should, to They stood up the entire first half. It is 28 nothing in the second quarter, and they're still standing up. Why? Like who? Though? I think game. I also. I think I credited. To, there was a crap ton, and when I say crap ton, I mean a lot of crap ton of Michigan fans. Well, it yeah. was actually insane. You could see it on TV. I mean, you could hear the Go Blue chants. It's disgusting. Yeah, that was. And thank God. And I can the two next to us were to probably the nicest ones there. The two oh, next to us, Evan. I were the I nicest would sit next guys. to that Michigan fan every single Michigan game. Michigan State awesome. game. And would any, you just, I would, would you go, just be friends with that guy? I would be. Yeah. I would just go to a Michigan game as long as I'm sitting next to that guy. You'd go to a Michigan not Iowa game with him. Yes, just humble. And I he would probably, say, "What kind of bet do you have?" And I would cheer for that bet, not cheer for Michigan, but I would cheer for his bet. Just a good guy, then. He, he knew I was so upset, base. and then I was so pissed off from the get go. Like, why am I here, basically? And then I, I was so negative. But he would always nudge me, like, "Hey, at least you have the Lions." Well, it turns out the Lions got their ass kicked, and so I didn't have the Lions. Yeah, it's a bad week. I said um, some absurd things throughout the game, and he chuckled. He laughed, so it was worth it. Uh, I have heard from multiple sources about your things that you've said, and it wasn't well, Grant. They were, they were so good. <laughs> and you actually texted us about a couple. Well, someone texted about a couple of them. I texted about the when Yeah, I mean, the Ross Ells one is I mean, we, all time funny. <laughs> I just can't believe you drowned him in the that. river. I just had to get it off my chest. <laughs> His reaction when the flag was thrown, he's like, no, that can't be a legal formation, can it? And I was like, Evan, based on when they threw it, I think it is. Yeah, that was. <laughs> he goes, just drown that man in the red cedar. But people laugh. Evan, I don't I don't know if you caught this, Evan. This also stood out in my brain. Um, we had some woo girls behind us, like, just kind of, like, don't know anything about football. Michigan fans? Little, like, Michigan State fans, like. They were just kind of on the white trash end of the spectrum. And I asked Evan this too. So the Michigan State bands out there and they start playing the U of M fight song. And it's common practice. There's so, right. I look at Evan and go, why are they doing this? He goes, they do it for everyone. And I was like, I just want to college football game so much. Does every college do that for every team? Most do, yeah. I didn't know that. The ladies behind us also didn't know. It sent them in a spiral. You could argue Michigan State lost the game based on their reaction. <laughs> they sat down and pouted and said, I'm so pissed that they did that. What the f-? Like, they were so mad. 
There was a few times though Evan would yell, and I think the guy in front of us thought it was me, and I would just kind of like point to Evan, like if he wanted <laughs> oh, to acknowledge yeah, the comment. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like anything bad, but it probably sounded like it was a me. I've sat next to Evan there. stands up in the booze. You just kind of <laughs> tuck your wee wee between your legs and look away. <laughs> just, you just have nothing you can do or say. No, I mean there were sprinkles of positivity, like whenever there was a uh, Michigan State basketball stuff, that was that was positive. Um, we got to see Tom Izzo on the field, so that was good to see. He talked on the broadcast. Yeah, we saw that interview was literally directly in front of us, so that actually made me happy. Evan wasn't a good interview. Now that we're days, now that we're days removed, because I was badly like in my head of like what to do. Because like I said, it wasn't my first rivalry game, but I, I can I, read. The we, room. I popped his cherry, Alex. I popped yeah. his cherry for <laughs> rivalry. Grant game. told me. I didn't even know this Did until I... the walk. Grant said you got ex- yeah. excited when you found that out. <laughs> He told. He told. Uh, I think Evan Grant doesn't go to college like, yeah, football first games. Game. He's been to more yeah, Michigan State that. football games than Michigan games. So I, I already knew that I've fact been beforehand. To the big house once I knew that fact beforehand. I've been to the big I, house more than Grant has. I would figure that, like, at one point, Grant's been to like a couple. Of just his younger Chad Henney self was watching Bubba Michigan Xavier. beat Michigan State. No, Grant's a psychopath, Those and so he would never intense. go to a game again. Self-imposed ban to maybe the house. Yes, and he's he's <laughs> and allowed back in the stadium. Turns out when those wins get taken away, you'll have to go back to it. <laughs> You're right. Um, but Evan, was my did I stay too long? Like, because I kept saying one more possession, and then I think no. I timed it right though. I think like if we had stayed I longer, th- I honestly thought we would say. I thought honestly thought we would say longer. I thought no, Grant was going to do the whole game, and Evan was going to I started feeling quarter. uncomfortable at like how because the, the the Michigan contingent was obviously getting louder, and there was some there was some assholes as in every fan base like lurking around the perimeter, like the Hutchinson double jersey guy and the Corum <laughs> guy. And Evan's like, "Who's going to be my nemesis?" I was like, "That guy in the yellow Corum jersey, a rowback, looks like he's going to be a problem." And we and nailed Grant's called him out, and then literally not thirty <laughs> seconds later, I was like, "Yes, Grant, I agree with you. He is the problem." Did anyone say anything to you, Evan? Any Michigan fans? No. I don't, I don't no, so. not one Michigan fan said a word to me. Except Grant. No, like some of them were I just making one, me cringe. I didn't hear one negative comment directed my way. Because what do you say? What do you even say to a freshman football team versus an NFL team? Nothing. Just sit there. That's what it looked like. Yeah, on I field. mean, they... But I thought we timed it. I think when it went to 42, we were like, all right. Like, I don't... I personally don't need to see anymore because they're probably pulling everyone anyways. And get home and beat traffic. So I thought we timed it up okay because there was really no need to stay there longer. That was good. I was just happy to see Mikey S because that's my guy after his play. Also, Evan was all over that being a step out of bounds. Now that I, I, I agree with you in the stadium that I thought he did step out and then I think I saw a TV replay and he might have stayed in. I don't, I don't think we had all the right angles. I thought on that was a terrible call, but like I didn't care enough to like get upset about it. But so you, like Michigan would have gone down and like scored. Just hey, scored maybe anyways, we, but maybe we do force them to punt because we made them punt at least twice that I saw in the stadium. We were really good at so making maybe them we... punt when their backups came in. If your backups have to play next year, you guys are. F- <laughs> <laughs> should we just do the whatever other thoughts we have on the game now? I feel like we yeah, yeah. instead of coming yeah, I got back some to thoughts. it. All right, I have questions for you too, but you go first. No, no. I've been lead, talking the most. Lead them off. Lead off the questions. Well, my question for you guys, were were you more impressed by J.J. McCarthy after that game? No. I don't think anything in no. my mind is – I mean, I thought, like, he made some good throws. It helps when you got guys just – He made one a throw that, like, knocked my dick off. That was the 
over Cal's head. Yeah, that, that, you showed the replay. You had the replay up on the phone, during the, and I was like, he whipped that so hard. Like live time, it looked fast. Like we didn't see it. We didn't see it live. I was like, what? Like snap, I, boom, I, I was looking right. He was looking right, and then boom, he snapped it back across the middle. And then next thing you know, I think it was Loveland had his the ball and his hand up in the air. And that was, was a like, good throw. He made. They good, just scored several good throws. Like, but. I've never thought he was a bad quarterback, so I was fully aware. And he made a like a couple Michigan State D linemen look stupid, but like if you saw some of the replays of Michigan State's D linemen like running free at him, they were just running mm. straight up. They didn't break down whatsoever. They're just running at him straight up, and no wonder he just took one step to the right and threw it away, or like made a play. Like Michigan State's defensive line was not helping themselves when making JJ look that mobile. Which he is mobile, the, and he does have all the throws, and he is a good quarterback. But I wasn't like more impressed because I already knew he could do all that. The um the Brandon Wright one, I remember seeing that replay of the Roman Wilson touchdown. He just didn't break down at all. It was he was so, so bad. bad He's just that running play. straight up like this. It's like, buddy, you're never. I think I don't know if it's it was Brandon. Brand, it was twenty six. Yes, wide open on a twist blitz. That touchdown was actually right in front of us. And I yeah. pointed at it because I could see Roman Wilson from a mile away. It didn't help that every <laughs> – besides a, besides the Loveland touchdown on Gross, like these receivers had like six yards of separation on a few of them. And it's just like if JJ can get enough time and roll out, he's got like six yards between him and the DB. So I would expect him to make that throw. Michigan State's so I bad; think, it's hard to put too much stock yeah. in anything that Michigan did. The, but it was a. We it was kind a of surprising. Bit. Yeah, Michigan hasn't ran 100%. the ball that well this year. Honestly. In their spots, what what impressed me though to. was like the first, like this first drive. You're third and fourteen. Like Michigan oh. put themselves in some bad spots in the game. Five for five and they're down to start the game. And as. I think as the game went on, it just became we're like, oh, like JJ is just going to prove to be a guy that like when you're in third and long, I just felt confident they were going to pick up the first down every time as the game went on, which I know it's, again, competition level. But it impressed me that like he's reached the point, which can be good and bad. But in college football, I think it's good. We're like with the play breaks down, he arguably gets better than if the play just goes according to plan. Like he will make a guy miss and then they've perfected whatever the rollout drill is where each guy takes a different layer of the defense and he finds someone Credit to pick up the receivers and tight ends like because they move with him very well when he rolls out they really do like roll with him he did have one play where he gets out of the pocket and he try he still has that like one play game where he just tries to do way too much the sack that one was so night. bad yeah, he's just like running around in a, so in a circle and i'm right like, down there in grant's eyes jj just throw it <laughs> so away dead. man like you don't need to be a hero i think it was like 28 nothing at that point too and he was just he probably wanted the kill shot of some kind which is fine but he does seem to have one play where he just tries to do too much yes he's yeah. a good quarterback but not much has changed in my mind we already knew that yeah Unless you live under a rock, it, it looked. I was just saying, it like bumped it up a little. Regardless of competition, he just looked like he was in control of everything. Like he wasn't. I mean, it helped that it the, was just the game plan was for JJ to throw it a bunch, um, and he yeah. hasn't had to do. He hasn't really gotten to do that, so it was like his chance to show out. He doesn't like us. Jim doesn't like us. So, yeah, yeah, they put him on display, and he did well. Um. 
Were you guys ended? Did you guys end up getting annoyed that they scored late? Did, did that yeah, bother you? Definitely at all? annoyed me, but is what it is. Like, I, like I don't think we would do it in this current state of times. But D'Antonio would. I think D'Antonio did. Someone looked it up. D'Antonio did, did fine. In reaction to the turf. Yeah. Mm. So maybe Michigan did it in Fair. reaction to the tunnel, which I don't know. It's one thing to do it if like both teams were competitive and like it was like a, like Michigan State did something disrespectful in the game, which I guess you could argue they did because Spencer Brown lost his cool. So maybe. Oh yeah, we didn't see that till after. That was a bad hit, Evan. We were because we, yeah, we looked was, at each other like how, how did bad. only he get ejected? Because he only looked, got ejected. We, we and Grant, I said he had to throw a punch. Well, no, face spear face bomb on his head onto yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's head. That will get you an ejection. Now we know that will get you an ejection. That will definitely do it. Um, I I I guess Michigan. Are you on Michigan fan side? Like it. Here, sitting in the stadium with Michigan, a bunch of Michigan fans, and then just all verbally saying that Donovan Edwards just isn't good, just blows my mind. It blows my mind that they Michigan fans are already out on him, and they just say, "Well, he's just not good." Let me tell you, he didn't look good on TV. He did. They messed up. They did mess up some blocks. They didn't help him out. They missed some blocks. So he looks fast but on the edge. He looks so much different than last year when he gets the well, ball. Well, they just need to use him in that like little that swing pass on third and 13. They just need to use him in ways like that. But I don't know about oh, yeah. him. Like, he's not a traditional running back because he can't He's not a bell cow anymore. Oh, he Correct. doesn't know he where doesn't to go. Read. But he did last year. I just don't get it. It's like his brain wired, like fried. Something happened. Maybe the play calling is just shitty when he's in. Because I, I'm not going to pull up the game logs, but we watched him go through a stretch where he was getting like 20-plus carries a game, just carrying them in a good way. Yeah, he actually entered know. the transfer portal again this week at halftime. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's like a one-hit, one-hole wonder. Like, it's just you give him the Ohio State I mean, State you put hole. him in but space, he'll do something. But I don't know. He, yeah, he's not breaking he, tackles, though, either. Like, he's kind of just getting hit point, going like down. He's, he is good. He's talented. But it's not like... In the run game, in the power run game, he's almost unusable, which is he crazy by no means sucks. And like that is a huge overreaction. And like you shouldn't be out on him because at some point you're going to need him because you have, oh, you yeah, have not played him. a single ounce of competition whatsoever. And eventually you're going to play someone good. And Blake Corm can't carry the ball 50 times and JJ can't throw the ball 60 times. So you're going to have to My- rely on someone else at some point. My sicko brain is like at least through the Big Ten stretch. My I'm like, what if we just blow everyone out because like we are playing teams that are good, but we're just that good. Uh, I've reached full delusion I think, with the team. I think he'll blow. I think he'll blow Penn State out, and I don't think you're gonna blow Ohio State out because their defense is actually good, and that should Great. keep them in a in a game at least. Because that was a question I had. We were watching bits and pieces of the. I watched a decent chunk of the Penn State Ohio State game, just with no volume and not a ton of context. But I had said, like, how did anything change after seeing that game when it comes to Michigan, my team? And I was like, I'm going to be cocky as shit going into Penn State, and I might eat humble pie, but I just can't see a world in which they lose to them. It's at Penn State. That team just looked gross. Yeah, at noon. That's the only. But Drew Eller went 16 of four. Like they'll play better. They can't play worse than that. No. He admitted he sucked and has to be better. So I do think he's like made of. He'll he'll figure something out, but I mean, just I don't see it. I don't. I don't. They they may they may score seven points. 
Michigan's defense is better than Ohio State's, I think. Michigan's defense scary. I don't. I didn't, I didn't leave this game feeling that way, to be honest. You didn't. I thought. No. I mean, I, I guess they gave up some catches, but like I thought I mean, overall, my- like. When Michigan State would call a reasonable play, like it had some success. Um, and then we would just run some absolutely dog shit play where we just run into four guys on the same side. And then Todd Blackledge would be like, yeah, the young QB, Caden Hauser's really got audible out of that there. And I'm just thinking to myself, there's no way Jay, let, Jay lets Caden Hauser two audibles. <laughs> there's no way. He just, whatever he calls, that's what we run. And that's why it's so shitty. And... I don't know. Well, Alex, I, we also can't audible when we have to run our quarterback to the sideline for the play and then run back. Yeah, that was embarrassing. I don't know why we did that. <laughs> so stupid. Evan was pissed when I pointed that out. It was dumb. They had the broadcast. Oh, my God. You guys should have heard the broadcast before this the game. Is, this is how incompetent the you coaching sh- staff is. You should have actually heard the NBC broadcast before the game. <laughs> all The only thing they – were because the big thing was all about, you know – it's sign stealing. Nice. They talked about that, and all was this down on the desk. Yeah, all literally You're watching that. Every single one of them was just like, "Yup, it's a it's a bad rule. Like Michigan should be allowed to do it. Shouldn't matter. Nothing matters. It's all basically just like saying, yeah, Michigan's good. Like it doesn't matter. Like uh, it shouldn't be a rule anyway. So Michigan should get away with it. Blah 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 blah. Well, Matt Castle was a Patriot, so that's on brand for him. Matt Castle was <laughs> on that desk. That's, that's what Evan told me. Yes. That's him. The big goofy yeah, white like guy. Quinn. Who's the dude all the way to the right? <laughs> I don't know. That's but Michael I Robinson. <laughs> Michael he Robinson. He was just like on Good Morning Football the whole time, just like shaking a... his head. He played at Penn State. The only person who pushed back on Michigan, like was not Perry. getting in trouble, was Josh. Was Perry. Joshua Perry? Yeah, yeah. Well, they did, and he's like, well, if. You know, Ohio State got in trouble for tattoos, and that wasn't legal at the <laughs> time, but it's legal now. But they still got penalized. And so that was his argument. But the broadcast was, for lack of a better word, blowing Michigan before the game. <laughs> and it was a little upsetting. Not that I like expected anything different because, you know, Nicole Auerbach's on the broadcast and she's a Michigan Wolverine, isn't she? So. I don't know. Uh, that's she what I've heard. Like is- but she, her reporting's not biased. I can promise you that because she's not afraid to like say what it is either way <laughs> so they they blew that out of proportion and then on the broadcast the second the game started like yep michigan state's gonna be going to the sideline every yeah every play michigan <laughs> go to michigan so i stupid. still love the running the no huddle and getting nothing off get of eight yards and then no huddle no for huddle two yard loss. Zone. let's do it so for some play that doesn't work and no huddle for second down, and now you're third down and 10 in four seconds. Love it. Jay Johnson, um, he's worse in person, can confirm. It stood out to me more. It's disgusting. In person. So that's like – It might help that – Hard for me Evan to be like, oh, Michigan's screams, defense is what was great. Uh, the play calling makes anybody's defense look good. Michigan's defense is good. I'm not denying that. But I would really – I mean, like, they have not played an offense worth a single ounce of shit. Michigan hasn't allowed a team to get first and goal yet all year. They haven't played an offense with an ounce of ability. I think someone said that if you just took their defensive touchdowns, they might still be like four and two. Probably. (laughs) Well, you would have beat Michigan State, so there's one win. They have four touchdowns, I think, on defense. You would beat Indiana. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Someone, I was was a jaw dropping stat. Also, another crazy stat about this that this is from Max Chadwick. He said JJ McCarthy has four dropback passes this year in the fourth quarter. That's two hundred and sixty second among FBS QBs. There are one hundred and thirty three FBS teams, which means almost every team in the country has two quarterbacks with more dropbacks in the fourth quarter than Michigan starter. Hmm. Which is bananas when you really think about Did it. Did you know that well, every player teams. on Michigan played? Well, breaking news, we have three quarterbacks that have dropped by passes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did you know that oh, every player fuck. in Michigan played? Cole Cabana got in? I was looking for him. They, the broadcast said every single player played. Yep, they, they threw that graphic on Maybe the Maybe they're red-trading him. I don't know, but... He played four games. Any positives from the Michigan State side, Evan? You got any? <laughs> I have one. Simeon Uniforms Barles in the transfer good. portal. That, that that's does that matter? Like, does that upset you? He's a good player. I like keeping good players around. He's gone at the end of the year, anyways. Like, what? What's he's one of like like what is it? Guys that are like talented. Um, they have more than four guys. There was not one positive thing I can take away. Four four guys, I think I'd keep on your team. There's not one positive thing I can take away. I thought Sam Levitt looked pretty good. Jesus, against backups. He's at least fast. <laughs> rinse and repeat, Grant. Rinse and repeat. Let's do it all over again. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> this is no I'm not Kim rinse and repeat. I'm by no... Well, he's... Sam Levitt can repeat. repeat. He's not Noah Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, Evan, we're like... Like you did with Noah Kim's highlights against Ohio State. Now, it's hard to tell it was a blowout. Sam Levitt, hard to tell it was a blowout, but I think he's got... All I think is he's fast, and he should not have thrown a <laughs> pick is- because Trey Mosley's great hands. He's now dropped like seven passes this year. Which mm. is ridiculous. I was told he never drops anything. He's dropped a million passes. There's at least well, there's more than four players I'd keep. You know what's the positive thing? I predict. I think I predicted the right score on this podcast. I predicted the correct score, forty nine nothing. I'm pretty sure I predicted the right score. Go back, run the tape. I will have to. I will have to look that up because I told everybody I last week that everybody talked to me that did like, hey, Evan, what's the score prediction? I said forty nine nothing. I got it right. <laughs> you say should have scored. Now, points. I know that's a big loss. I, I was still surprised to see when I saw Solari's tweet saying it was the largest home loss in Spartan history. That was stunning to me. I would have thought there had to be like at least one or two or something that was like crazy. Why you think we're that bad that we just lose a bunch of games 50 to nothing? No, we're like early in the history when, when like, they were good and winning national championships. Or like back to the 20s or 30s. Maybe they just had a down year. I don't know. It was jarring to see that was the largest. Okay. It, it, I was like... I. That was crazy. More than four players I'd keep, for sure. I would keep Jordan Hall. I like that kid. Yep. I would have kept Barrow if he would have wanted to stay. Wouldn't. We're talking about I'd the keep future. Nathan Carter. We're talking about the future. Barrow's like a senior anyways. I got three. Hall, Barrow, Carter. Dylan Tatum. I don't know. Jaden Mangum. He does hit hard. I mean, these are also like soft, true sophomores. Like, yeah, these, these players are going to get Tyro better. Hen- Tyro I Henry looks Tyro cool. Henry. I'd keep him yes. for, keep him <laughs> for vibes. And Alex, Alex, Alex Van Summer, I have a question for, sure. for you. you got to have a Van Summer. I would not I have keep a question him. for He's you. He's never even played. I have an honest question for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you are a cornerback for Michigan State. You're decked out in all black. Night game, Spartan Stadium. You get lined up as a starting corner. As a starting corner for a power five school, you get lined up, and they don't have a they don't have a wide receiver lined up across from you. They have a tight end. 
Are you afraid to get burnt deep? No. So at one point you just see, you know what? F these coaches. They don't know goddamn shit. I'm going to press this tight end. <laughs> or you can say, you know what? I'm still going to drop back and give them 15 yards of cushion and let them run the same old hitch route over and over again in front of my face. Well, it depends. Am I like, am I like just to blindly follow my coach's guy? Like honestly in high school? Yeah. Uh-huh. I pretty much just blindly follow whatever the coaches say. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. Are you composing like a defy player, but if I had gone through this whole season and I was Michigan State's starting corner, I'd probably be so fed up with the team that I would probably do whatever I wanted. I would just roam. I'd try to be Cooper DeGene. Just be sick. Hell yeah. I'd be like, Coach, I'm playing quarterback and I'm returning punts. Electric moment. Was it Kimbrough that did the Jerry Jacobs seatbelt oh, and he got cooked two plays in a row? Evan was so he's bad. He's so bad. <laughs> I screamed at him. I said, stop. You're down by whatever the score was. I was like, you're going to get burnt pretty soon. Angelo Gross played well. I mean, he got mossed. I don't think he did. But he had a great pass breakup on the first drive. The first drive. And then they got a first down on the next play. That was one of the highlights they showed at the half. Uh, Nathan Carter ran really hard. The missed tackle by Michael Barrett. Never forget the catch. (laughs) That That stiff arm was hard. Just threw him to the ground. It's, it's not funny. It's not. It's really not funny. Nathan Carter you is a good back. Like that. A good back. No, he, he is. needs He's something around back him. behind a shit ass offensive coordinator and an offensive line coach pizza, that is the most overrated fat. I didn't think the offensive the line was that shitty. I just think her concepts are so dog shit that you can't do anything with them anyways. You might be able to do well, something no. with that offensive line. Her shit can't work. And our I mean, past concepts are like so front. bad. Help. They just get worse and worse every week. It's, it's like they don't game plan at all. And that uh, Jay Johnson just turns on Madden. And like this, if is he turned on Madden, we'd be better. He doesn't even look at that. Yeah, he doesn't play Madden. He's playing Tech Mobile. Still no he doesn't motion. Just run four Still verts no and motion. throw it to A. <laughs> so bad. Just disgusting. So, no. Um, the, my biggest question from this game is this because I've saw some people on Twitter act or on X Michigan fans mainly acting like now like they can declare themselves like title contenders like they're going to win the national championship blah 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 because of how good they were on Saturday forgetting that they just played a JV team so for you Grant has your perspective changed based on that yes but maybe it did maybe not maybe not it's more well, one, you were in person. Look at me and he said this. Evan looked at me and he said this is the worst Michigan State team of all time. He declared it right there. I and he said this would is probably push back on that because I'm sure there were some shittier teams. But yeah, it's a, oh, this is no, this was my point. Most, undisci- most undisciplined, most so. undisciplined, poorly this coached my team point. we've ever had. Okay, in recent history, in recent history, Mark Antonio's worst teams. Okay, worst teams. 2016 and 2012. 2012, we lost and didn't give up a touchdown. All field goals. 2016, we lost by nine, and that was a three and nine football team. And Michigan was like number two, number three at the time. Yeah, but having had a bunch of turnover we were talent from a playoff team. We were, and they were well coached. That's the the what you should say is this the most poorly coached football team you've ever seen in your life? Yes, most talent most ever poorly, on the roster. Technically, yes, that is a well in the last ten years. That is a true fact <laughs> for Mel Tucker. <laughs> It's just disgusting. It was it was more embarrassing and frustrating to see how far this, how much a coaching staff can ruin 
I just got more pissed off at Mel Tucker for empowering these people to be on the staff. No wonder why we mm. couldn't win a freaking football game. Mm. It's it, obvious now. It is obvious that nobody on this staff deserves another coaching job. No one? No. Name one person that deserves another coaching job. The running backs coach? Our running backs have been decent. Darian Harris can stay. I don't know if he's a coach. He's yet, not though. a coach. He's, he's, an, he's in athletics now. Yeah. Javon Ringer should be allowed He should to be stay. a coach. Not a coach. Player personnel. Um, to your point, though, Alex, I think it was a mix of, one, the national landscape of college football. There was a lot of um, contenders that kind of looked a little suspect. So I think when you see Every that. Every team has bad week. And then you, Michigan's just hasn't came yet. bad week, North Carolina. Michigan hasn't yet. Yeah, yeah they have teams had like that. No one, I mean, let's let's be honest here, guys. No one thought North Carolina was a playoff team. Um, I definitely started to believe that they were going to make it based on their schedule and the ACC. Yeah, but, but you weren't going to ever think that they could beat you. Correct. But well, they no could one have made TCU it. could beat Michigan last year, and that happened. Also correct. Yeah, because they didn't have their uh, plays. Well, we don't know that well, yet. Drake May is also an NFL quarterback, and they lost to rumors a... that Connor bought playoff tickets too. Oh. Like well, teams for playoff games. Oh, but he didn't think TCU like he would was, be there. He, no one did. I don't know. No. Makes so Sorry, much sense now. My my big take my literally big biggest take was North Carolina blowing their chance at ever sniffing the playoffs. On this the year. CW. Really? That was on the CW. Yeah, so no one could even watch it. That's super depressing. And probably movie theaters because they're doing that bullshit. Yeah, movie that probably was. And wasn't then you have movie. I wanted to go I get that Grant gets gets back. I battled demons on that car ride how tired I was. I was so nervous for deer because there's deer all around this area. You see roadkill on the side of the road. You're just scouring for eyeballs in the grass off the side of the highway. And I look at my phone, ready to go to bed. I see Washington's in a dog fight. I'm like, I got to at least try to stay up for a little bit of this game. I felt Arizona State is their weakness. They've lost to them last year, and they almost lost again this year to them. What was Arizona's defense? I want to know what Arizona's defense does. Arizona State. State's defense. What do they do? I don't know, but they uh, have well, Washington's watch number. Today. What do they do? It's in a row. It's crazy. So you watch that, and you're like, and also this game, I understand. You can say one of the least coached, whatever teams, but like last year, Michigan was really good. They won by 22 and their own place. Like it was a mix of factors where this is the most dominant I've ever seen them look in this game, and a team that has historically had their number, even if they're good, it's like closer than you think. And I'm like, yeah, that this team's ready to win it all. I yeah. And then you see. You wake up, McCarthy's number one in Heisman odds, and they're tied with Georgia for the best odds to win it all. And you're like, "Yep, I feel better. It's all systems Guess it's go. A compliment if they lose it, it's a massive, State, you know." Because if people really think Michigan's better now because of that game, then we, we must be something. <laughs> because, yeah, like, I don't that, think people realize yeah. how poorly coached Michigan State is. It's they're almost better off without even having coaches on the sideline. That's how bad it is. You can make the argument. You can make they the had two special teams penalties again. After what happened last week, they had two more in this game. It's terrible. It's not good when Alex has a special teams penalty counter. It's not good. For those wondering, six in two weeks and two L's. <laughs> um, I'm feeling better about my McCarthy best quarterback in college football take. I'm feeling better about it. I know everyone has down games, but it was just a combination of factors where I just I'm in a good spot. I have this theory. This is a theory. Arizona State would be Michigan State by 20. 
<laughs> there's uh some Michigan fans thinking I think they're still holding on to this crumb that JJ could somehow return. And I simply would like to tell them if they're listening that if JJ looks remotely like he did in this game and the big games that are left, he probably will be the first pick in the NFL draft, which might sound like hyperbole. But if you stop and think about it, if he plays to the level he's playing at and you beat Penn State, Ohio State, Big Ten Championship game in two playoff games, you that's how the NFL cycle works. You will be the number one pick in the draft. He will be. And he'll have won the Heisman and he'll be the first pick in the draft over Caleb Williams. I, I genuinely believe that. But everything has to go right. But that's not out of the possibility. If JJ wins out and they win the national championship, and all of a sudden, after three years of Caleb Williams talk, now JJ McCarthy's gonna go number one. We're talking yeah. people have are like saying Caleb Williams is like generational Andrew Luck number one kind of guy. Like Peyton Manning. Yeah. That kind of guy. But he's crumbling. Crumbling because his his defense is Swiss cheese. No, he went to Notre Dame and he threw three picks in like the first half. He's just trying to do too much because his team gives up 40 points a game. I'm not even a Caleb Williams fan by any means, but NFL scouts are not. They took Anthony Richardson top three and he won like four games. I'm just saying Caleb Williams is going number one no matter what happens. If JJ leads his team to a title and looks that the way be a he mistake does, if someone does that, there's gonna be there's gonna be Joe Burrow chatter of like he's just gonna be the number one pick. I just and the stats aren't even similar. I'm not comparing the player in college, but I'm saying that trajectory where he comes out of nowhere and he ends it's up being not the out first of nowhere. Pick. He was a first round pick on draft boards before the season started. Let's not act like JJ's rise is from nowhere. That's absurd. Just a couple of weeks ago, people weren't even considering him top five in the class. What do you That's mean? Kind of I've looked at the big boards before the season even started, and he was a top five QB. First round pick projected, though. But when late twenties, we talked about list, it on this show I before the season top, started. I listened to Todd McShay on the Brazil podcast two weeks ago. Go through the top five prospects, top six or seven. And JJ's name wasn't even mentioned. Riley Leonard was ahead of him. Shadur Sanders was ahead of him. All the quarterbacks were ahead of him. I'm just saying he is, his stock is going to skyrocket if he if if he plays like he's been playing against the big games. He will be probably the number one pick in the draft. I don't think he'll be the number one pick in the draft no matter what. It would not surprise me, especially if Harbaugh gets hired by the Bears. I wouldn't say and it's they're the probable. They're taking JJ McCarthy. I would never say that it is probable, <laughs> which is what you just said. I mean, Caleb Williams possible. has been a no-doubter first pick in the draft for two years, and now all of a sudden J.J. McCarthy is going to be the number one pick because he went undefeated and won a title? It, yes, I, I do think there's a real – there's a chance that happens. I'm not I, – I think the Caleb Williams no-doubt number one stock is taking a little bit of hit recently. I can tell you right now, NFL GMs don't care that much about wins and losses when you're that talented. But they also have – they also make weird decisions sometimes to overthink things where it's like, oh, maybe Caleb's not as bright as I thought. And I just saw this kid win a title and I think he's a winner. Like I could see that world. A Baker Mayfield world. But you have to think though, Alex, how the cycle works. I know works. how it works. He lights and it up. I know that Caleb Williams is a games. generational talent that people have been blowing their load over for multiple years. And Caleb Williams can make at ten, way more throws and w- can do way more things with a football than J.J. McCarthy and has no disrespect on J.J. McCarthy whatsoever. I'm just saying. I don't think what does J.J. do better than Caleb Williams? 
other than I guess your your argument would be win, but JJ's team around him is he's better. a better leader of men as well. He's a better leader of men. Based on your, your conversations like all, like with the, JJ the and Caleb. Fingernails, the fingernails, Caleb Williams, rumors that he wants part ownership and the team gets drafted by, rumors that he's going to sit out because he doesn't want to get she drafted believe by in all these team. Rumors. Yeah, there's a lot of red flags with the kid. And after paying your nails, saying Utah and then getting yeah, I just don't, th- I, I don't want him. I would not want him as my franchise quarterback. I think he's, he's giving me Kyle Murray vibes. I might be super wrong. Be I might be dumb. A freezing cold take exposed in a few years. Definitely could, it could be right. But it also could be genius. Yeah. Jake Moody missed another field goal <laughs> today, so he'll be cut from my fantasy roster tomorrow morning. <laughs> Um. All right. Let's hop into. Do we want to go NFL or do we just want to do our bit about the sign stealing? I don't know where. I feel like it's been a lot of college football, Michigan talk. Do we break it up with Lions? There's not much to say about the Lions. Just bury the tape and move on. I mean, that's literally all you're getting from me. And Jamo, I think like we got to talk shit. about a little bit. He did. He the, did. Is... <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> You're going to say the B word? No. I don't know what the B word no. is. Bust. No, no. We did. Have holy a- shit! Is that man just a sprinter in a football uniform that has no ability to catch balls? Um, that was actually one of our questions. I think this is from listener Sam. I can't tell. Submitted. I overreacted a little yesterday. The Lions had a bad game. This doesn't mean they are, are pretenders. This week's question is, though, do you believe that James Williams is leaning towards a bust? That's big of him to admit that he overreacted, because I felt that he was overreacting. And if I'm being honest with you, if I'm being honest with you, Sam, not to hop on the negativity train, but I think we had a discussion earlier when he got suspended that we were just like not hoping for anything. If I was a, if I was a scale, I probably would be 55, 45 bust. I would be leaning bust, 55, 45. Yeah, I'd be 60, 40 bust. Because I, I really don't know how you're going to teach him how to like catch the ball and be in the right spots to catch the ball. And even if he got in the right spots to catch the ball, like his hands are just bricks. Like he can't catch the ball at all. It's embarrassing. Like I have better hands than him. I think all three of us do. Like I just don't know how he can't locate a football. It's bad. Now it's just frozen. Are you guys frozen? Mm-hmm. No, Alex. You guys are frozen. You were frozen. Everyone, you had better hands. Evan, where are you at with our um, number 12 pick in the draft? Where's number Uh, nine for the Lions? (laughs) Well, this is what happens when you don't get on the field at the beginning. Is your rookie, and as a sophomore year, you're not on the field. You can't adapt to the NFL. You can't get in-game reps like everybody needs. So you're going to fall behind the curve of where you should be at your second year. You should be what seventeen plus whatever it is. What is our record? Five and two. So you should be t- almost twenty-five games into the year, into your career, and you're career, only yeah seven. Yeah, not to compare, but do you guys remember how Jefferson looked in his first year? How uh, Jamar looked in his first games? Devonte Smith in his first games. Jamo is a top 15 draft pick. Like, he's supposed to look like those guys. His looks, in, he's it not even in Jeff- the planet. It took Jefferson it four games. Jefferson, like, four. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's just because they didn't throw well, it. Jameis also in yeah, 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 the Jefferson has seventh game. incredible hands. Is the best route runner probably in football. Jameis is not even like touching him on the planet. But are we but this is where I keep wrestling. Like I understand. Yeah. Did we well, draft think, him twelve to just day, like have yeah. one touchdown, like one catch, one touchdown every three weeks? Like that's what we drafted him for? Because that that might be his ceiling. Well, that's the trend the coaching staff is because we are run first and we tend to pick towards the veterans. And he got snaps this week and targets. And he looked awful. This is why towards he hasn't been playing. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to well, who figure you out that on? him. Oh. Not the guy that drafted him. <sighs> but yeah, well yeah, I mean yeah. sure. But I'm not gonna act like Brad Brad's do- antichrist because we're five and two and every other pick he hits on, so Correct. I'm not saying even Hans Arecki but- looks good now and Pascal looks good too, so you know. Maybe we just gotta give him time. I will say this. Jared didn't help him out. Jared in general had a bad game because of the wind. He somehow the wind only affected Jared and not Lamar because yeah. Lamar just diced their ass. And Jared looked Jared looked bad. Jared looked better. I, I, as a friend at the, the bar. On. As a friend at the bar, I'm sure he'd admit, yep, Grant wasn't my best game. The throws to JMO, a couple were bad. One JMO got interfered with. They didn't call it. His hand was dragged down at him in the face match. People were making fun of him, but like he literally cocked his that replay twenty times. Held. Of him just getting doinked yeah. off the face mask, which was it was a bad look, but like he literally couldn't lift his arm up because it was getting grabbed. And then the last one, it was a little underthrown, but he just turned, got spun around. I guess <laughs> I just keep holding out hope because you look at his Alabama tapes and he didn't just seem doesn't to have that even many look drops. like the same person. And I will agree, there is a there is a little hive on Twitter that's. This loves defending him, and they are pointing out, which I do see. I'm sure it'll change as he gets more acclimated to the offense. Is that it is tough to ask a guy like just to come in and play like only 20 to 30 snaps a game, and then your targets are going to be like 50 yard deep bombs. And if you drop it, everyone judges you off of that. Like it would be nice to run like a 10 yard. He dig can't route catch the ball. A- he can't run a 10 yard dig and catch the ball. I've watched him doink it off his chest on those plays. Not in the regular season, yeah. In the regular Not season, in the, games he's the played. four of his drops have been like him in this year and last year. Him running across the middle, Jared throwing it with a little bit of velocity and just flying off his hands. He can't catch a ball. But he's about to get killed. On um, like the swing so, route he dropped, or that was kind of out. He was about to get killed. So what? And then the one in the Panthers game, he almost got killed. Other, other. He's an NFL receiver, Grant, drafted in the first round. I don't want to hear an excuse <laughs> that you can't catch a ball. You got to catch a ball and take a hit. Everyone talks about how he's so tough and that he wants to play gunner and kill people on punt, blah, blah, blah. And you can't take a that's can't true. take a hit from a safety. That's good. That's a good point. That's a, the toughness part is a good point. Brad Holmes did preach that a lot in the it's draft. It's disappointing because I also think like his lack of understanding of the offense is a massive issue as well. Because there's no way that he knows all the plays and like is acclimated. And he's had two years to he could be studying, he could be doing something and learning. Yeah, it's clear he's not because the coaches don't yeah. trust him. I will say though, that's I keep holding out the flashiness, the separation that he creates is we there's there's a handful of guys in the league that can separate that easily from a defensive back just with their God given abilities, and it just makes just you want to keep holding out God given talents, and he is wasting them away. And I really, really hope he realizes that turns some sort of switch. Can we like? Do we have anyone on our staff that could call Nick Saban? Like, can we yes. just take his brain? I'm, I'm like, sure what we did do. you do? Because 
He's a miracle worker. Like JMO, from what I had seen at Alabama. Why do you think he didn't, didn't play at really Ohio State? Problems. It's probably the same shit. Yeah, or there was a bunch of people in front of him, and it was just hard to crack. I mean, he went to the best team in the country and was and lit it up. Like I'm sure Ohio State could have found ways to use him. Yeah, but if they already had their firm, like Garrett, Chris, and whoever else was there, he'd probably, oh, I'll just go Jason. now and transfer. Jay, he was yeah. there for two. He was there for blame. two years. Didn't touch the field. It's hard to get on the field if, like, there's it's probably guys on Michigan that think they're better than Cornelius Johnson. Mm, no, no, you know it's not. College Crazy JMO almost went to lot. Michigan State with Mel Tucker. Oh my God, we had never even heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Mel made Keon? No, I. No, he didn't make him. That's a joke. Evan, did this loss change your like long-term ceiling view of this team this season? Did it do any damage to the bigger picture goals? Bigger picture? Yes. It is a 100% proven fact. We need a secondary help, and you need a primetime pass rusher. Are you saying Aiden Hutchinson's not a primetime pass rusher again? I'm saying Aiden Hutchinson is not a primetime pass rusher and that he needs somebody on the other side so he doesn't get double teamed every single play because you know damn well that one of the defensive tackles are not going to get home on on just winning their one-on-one battle. They can just slide everything to Hutchinson and we know that nobody's going to get home. The I think Ravens, the Ravens to, are a good football team. It is just frustrating yeah. that the 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 Steelers hold the Ravens to it's like nine points every it. single time they hold them. It's way different. Everybody it, knows interdivision games are just so much different because you see those teams twice a year. It's just way different. It's just mind blowing that like, hey, watch the film. What do they do? Like, let's try to. Yeah, that's what just pisses me off. And this we is also need, coming I off the Ravens. Premier, but he needs one. This is coming off the Ravens traveling from London. And boom, they come out guns a blazing. That place was loud, and they just sometimes you just you have a bad day, and another team is fully clicking, and this is the NFL with grown ass men, and you're just gonna get pummeled, and that is just what happens in the NFL. If you do not bring your stuff, and the other team does in the NFL, you can lose badly to any single team in the NFL, and that's what happened. Yeah, Evan. We could just take the spin zone if you're willing to go there. That Lamar is just so good. And Evan, you should you should give Lamar are. some praise because he is a good quarterback in this league, a very good quarterback. He's a good running back. No, he carved us through the air. He didn't even do anything much. He just uh, elusive, much. Fair. flees the pocket. He was so their their schemes with Monken was in his ditty bag. You want to talk about just firing all the cylinders? His little RPOs, some of those plays I hadn't really seen in a while because you don't see that many. Like, it's a nice to respect the run. Oh, just like he thought he was. I didn't even think it. you it could. Like I didn't even offense. think he could do that. They had one where Lamar ran it towards the like line of scrimmage doing... and then threw it to Odell for like twelve <laughs> yeah. yards. Like holy the shit! First drive, like the first like second or third like, down. Holy you're like, oh, this shit! Is illegal. Be like all day. This play, like there was no lineman downfield. Like they pulled that off. Yeah, I was like, also, the Twitter warriors that were getting, like, I sent out the, trying to be positive, like, tip of the cap on that fourth and one play. They're like, oh, Kaminsky just got to be better. It's like, dude, what do you want him to do? It's fourth and one, and they put him on an island. He's going to crash on the give <laughs> because he's, like, fourth and one on a goal line. It's not his fault that the most athletic player in the league 
that plays quarterback spun out of it and kept it. It's like, come on, put anybody. John there, like, I don't know what you're expecting. A hundred percent. The Ravens had a great, great game plan call. and played really well. You can't take that much away from them. We also played like shit. Okay. Lions played like shit. Yeah. And those that combination is never gonna end well. Don't care who you're playing. It did prove to me that you we need a power running back backup. We yeah. certainly cannot yeah. just I mean, offensive line didn't play great either, which was not helping. Panay had two holds. I know you said one was trying to cheat. One was yeah, not a hold. First one, I get it. He had him by the. They did not play great. Golf scrambled, and Panay was like trying to block him. That guy's running this way, and all of a sudden, your guy goes the complete opposite direction. You have a, you're going to have a tendency to hold. The other one was the exact same thing that like the Ravens were doing. They're just like, their hands are up, not even holding on to anybody, and the other arms are just over the top, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, random question. Is there a pitch um, timer in the postseason? There's not? Yes, there is. There is. It's pitch clock. Swinging Where a Mr. Garrett. He said, is there no pitch clock on the postseason? Mm. No, there is. <laughs> but there's like small little rules that you can get out of it. I have a question for you guys about um, this loss. Would you rather be like the 49ers last week who lost to the Browns PJ with the QB or the Well, you should think about the, the 49ers right now are losing to the Vikings are getting their ass kicked. Really? Yeah, because they're watching. carving up the 49ers defense. <laughs> but oh, I have not been watching Jake Moody did miss a field goal and the Niners are driving. So all right, well, the Niners also have two turnovers. McCaffrey fumbled in the red zone. So would yeah. you rather be the Niners? Like just in the loss to a team that you shouldn't have lost to. And the Eagles last week lost to the Zach Wilson Jets. No. Would you rather have a stinky loss to that, to a team you should be, or just get blown out like we did against a good team? I'd rather I've been get blown out brain. by a good team. Get blown out, barely. I think so too. Tape. Like it's okay. like, at least I'd for rather, like, I think we so had too. the whole second half to like get over it. Oh, I was over it by halftime. Yeah, like I would be stewing about a loss to the PJ I'd Walker I'm a Michigan Browns. State and Lions fan, and I had two games and I watched – Four quarters total. I did there. go to red zone a half, and then I, I needed was to give points, so I tuned back in. I watched more of the and Chiefs the and Chargers game than I did of Michigan State and Lions game combined. You watched more Taylor Swift than actual football. I wasn't watching Taylor Swift. I was watching Austin Eckler, my fantasy running back, just absolutely lay an egg again. I watched Travis Kelsey. No, you were there for the Brittany handshake. 35. You were there for that. Then I realized that I, I was playing Joshua Patrick Mahomes. Kelly run for a 46-yard touchdown. I was like, why can that not be Austin Eckler or something? I did actually see Josh Kelly running, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Everybody could have used that last week. No, well, relax. It was disgusting. I was hoping that uh, Greg Olson or Kevin Burkhart was going to say that the, there's an asterisk on this one because David Montgomery was out. I was hoping they'd give us the benefit of the doubt. We're 0-2 with them now this year. With Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson? Mm-hmm. I think Greg Olson does a fantastic Greg job. Greg Olson's really I think good. he is very underrated. Bad suit jacket, though. That was the talk of the town. That suit jacket I stunk. did not see him once in I'll the I'll be honest. Football. I love that commercial. Oh, that do. It makes me laugh. Oh the what? They like one? You know, they give like each other nicknames and like the uh sit around a table. I can't remember the nickname they give mm-hmm. Kevin Burkhardt, but it's it's really funny. He's like, No, I don't want that. My nickname. favorite my new favorite uh commercial is the Nissan halftime, Nissan Heisman House one. And it's laundry mm-hmm. day. And you have I think Billy <laughs> Sims 
just pushing in the Gamecocks mascot into the washer. He's like, ooh, cocky, you stink. He's pushing them into a washer. Oh, my God, it's classic. It is just an all-time classic. We have to look that up. Oh, there's a... There's two teams. I thought about this last night, too. There's two teams in the NFL that I'm 100% confident the Lions cannot beat. Play them 10 times out of 10, we're losing. That would never happen in the NFL, just so you know. But Well, I'm just letting you know it. In your head, it would. With these two. Who's your guesses? Uh, Browns with their – no, not the Browns. The Bears with their new quarterback. No, Evan. (laughs) Serious answers only. Patriots, if the Lions are wearing Bills uniforms. <laughs> um, see what you did there. Bills? Serious answers. No, I don't no, think we'll we beat, beat the Dolphins. Yep, that's too much speed for sure. I could see that. Yeah, we just we can't beat them. We would and... struggle mightily with them because I don't know how we would stop their speed. We, they'd score fifty. Yep. <laughs> and... The Sunday night game. It's literally probably I think we could beat the Eagles. Though they're not that fast in space. We're talking teams that are blow by us. It's good news for us. Yep. Can't beat. There's no other team with speed like the Dolphins. <laughs> it's the Ravens. We I was going to say, it's probably, yeah, probably them. <laughs> I was just now, I was thinking of other teams. Ravens, from. Dolphins are just weak. Aaron Glenn, poor, poor match them. Which is good, though, because they're AFC teams. So we're talking about Super Bowl. We can't, it, it changed the ceiling. If either of those teams play the Super Bowl, we cannot win a Super Bowl this year. But. We can still take as far as we want in the NFC. I think it's an uphill climb to obviously beat the Eagles and the Niners, but I think we can scrap one out if we really bring our A game. I think we can scrap one out with those teams because they're not like blow your doors off explosive offenses. Like, yes. Like, when you, anytime you have a quarterback like Lamar who can apparently throw now and is, yep. you have to worry about him running all game, that's an issue. And then Dolphins, Tyreek, and Waddle and HM when he comes back. Like, we have our linebackers would look so terrible in that game. They would just run like we would all, get all just game long. absolutely torched. Um, also, this is not to get two X's and O's football, but I decided that if I was a defensive coordinator in Aaron Glenn's spot, I just I disagreed with his approach. I think he kind of had the pass rush because the pass rush was moving the offensive line back into Lamar. But I think they were so concerned about their contain rules and like stopping him from running. And I just think that's a poor way to play him. If I was a defensive coordinator, I would dare Lamar to run for 300 yards on us and lose that way, as opposed to like being so worried about contain that he's just going to let him pick you apart. Because he's going to do what he wants and he's still going to scramble, even if you're trying to prevent the run. And just watch our linebackers creep dare- up and Mark Andrews slip behind him over and over and over and over. Well, I would have done my Brian Branch spy and just like you're in charge of Lamar and I would have just played it normal. Like he was I would treat Lamar like he's Desmond Ritter. And then if he runs for three hundred yards, that's how you lose. He but like would getting run shredded for through the air is way more. But you have a better chance to win the game, I think, if he does all that. the Anzalone praise the last two weeks and then just laid an absolute stinker this week. That is Alex. But Anzalone what can he do? Everybody on the team laid the night, Alex. <laughs> Amonor's the only one that played well. That's what I can't uh, remember. had one of his worst games, I thought. He dropped like three passes. Still had almost 170 yards receiving. He's the only guy who caught passes. Jameer mm-hmm. Gibbs had a good game. Give him some credit. No, he didn't. He only had 50 yeah. rushing yards. He had a good game, Evan. 
Well, I didn't watch the second half because I couldn't. I was watching okay. Formula One and NASCAR. Sorry. Jameer Gibbs had a good second half that you missed. Um, I watched the, the exciting Bronze Colts game. That game was exciting. That was wild. The last thing I want to say is, again, for the Doomsday Lions fans, which I hope some people are starting to walk themselves back. Um, this is from Jeff Rieger of 971. Guys, it's just stats, all right? Because he was looking back at the Lions and, you know, um, comparing it. I think Wilkins provided the Patriots blowout loss that they happened in their Super Bowl run. And then Rieger tweeted about the Bucks lost by 35 with Tom Brady to the Saints the year they won it all. I and then Jim Costa, 97-1, for our own Lions, he said the 1991 Lions team, which won the playoff game, they started 5-2, and two, exactly like us, and they had a 32-point loss in their seventh game, exactly like us. They went on to win the division and a playoff game. So well, I'm we're winning our division more. because our division stinks. Well, the Vikings. I have more. But, yes, no, you're right. The Chiefs right. lost to the 4-12 and 12 yes, Colts last year. Won the Super Bowl. The Rams Facts. lost to the Cardinals and Niners, demolished by both of them, and won the Super Bowl. Okay. Matt All Patricia's right. Detroit Lions Detroit destroyed New England on national television. Beat the Patriots. Patriots won the football. Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like I said, NFL teams get spanked around once a year all the time. Nothing new. I'm also ripping. I'm ripping this off from uh, Bill Simmons. Speaking of the devil, I was listening to um, his show today, driving home, and he said, "There's also this, this weird voodoo curse going on in the NFL, where the team who had the best one the week, the week before, lays a dud the next week. If you think back to Week One, I'll go quickly. The Niners beat the Steelers thirty to seven, and then they almost lost to the Rams. So they or the Lions winning it, Week One against, against the Chiefs the and then losing to Seattle at home." Or that. And then in week two, the Cowboys beating the Jets by 20. They looked just elite with their defense. Then they lost to the Cardinals. So that wasn't very good for them. And then the Dolphins beat the Broncos by 50 and then got blown up by the Bills. Bills. Which the Bills And then the Bills won that week. And then they, the Bills went and lost to the Jaguars. And then we won week six against the Bucks because everyone was talking us up. And then we just lost to the Ravens. So the Ravens are going to get pummeled next week. The Hold NFL the is a vicious playing. cycle. It's a grown man's game. These are not college kids. They're all the Ravens are playing the Cardinals, so they should reverse it. But if they lose, mm. it, this thing is real. <laughs> if they lose, this is real. I wouldn't put any stock into the loss. So we're like, yeah, there's, there's we're some fine. things that someone were not great that need to be cleaned up, but we're not dead. We had a listener question on Instagram as well from a probably a younger fan, just you know. Maybe he's just worried, but he's just like, how do the Lions bounce back from this loss on Monday Night Football against the Raiders? And they do so by winning by three touchdowns because the Raiders are an unserious franchise. Uh, I would expect that's them. That's going to be Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Brian Hoyer is the backup, is Grant, because be out? Hoyer has been starting. We were right the whole time. All right. That's a big win for Michigan State. Basketball starts Wednesday. Yeah, I'm hammering any any alternate spread I can find on that. If the Lions lose or look bad in that game, then we can hit panic buttons. I don't I'm know who there. can cover Devontae Adams, but I'm sure we could just double team him and then let Jacoby Myers catch 25 passes, and then that'd be good. Josh Jacobs is slow as that'd dirt. Like, he's not going to do anything. 
Jacoby Myers is the best receiver on their team. No, Devontae Adams is. He just gets doubled. I mean, that's a, that's a terrible take. Look, <laughs> as someone who has Jacoby Myers on fan. No. Fantasy football. Oh, all right, fantasy Myers football. Jacoby said two better weeks. So, yes, he is now better. Even though Devontae is probably the second I, most talented receiver in the entire league. I need to find uh, Devontae Adams points to get traded year. to Detroit. No, With that's the last thing Ryan we Burns. need. We do not need that. Devontae what Adams do you mean? Trade Jamo away for Devontae Adams tomorrow. Yes. All right, ready, Alex? Guess how many po- fancy points Devontae Adams has. I know he's had a few bad weeks. He's on my team. He has 113. Jacoby Myers has 104. They're basically the same They're player. not the same player, Grant. Open your eyes and watch a football game for once in your life. Jacoby Myers only has oh, that many man. points because he's open because every corner is covering Devontae, and you know it. Troll, Grant. Troll, Troll Grant. Grant's stupid, and I want him to die. Speaking of Troll Grant. Read uh, my team name. Michigan. Oh, I guess we should do NFL any other big picture takes. I think it was kind of a weird week in the NFL. There was some gross NFL is The Bills might be bad. I read a tweet from Graham Couch that I felt was very accurate. Why do people try to guess in the NFL? Because every week is so bananas different, and it is impossible to predict what's going to happen. But yet it's like the most gambled on sport in the country. It's crazy. You have so much well, better chances in college. Have... You want to hear a devastating story about predicting things that – we're just spot on. You predict something that was spot on. So I like to do some anytime touchdown. Bets. Those are I just, easy. I, Those are a lot of times I, I like to do them for my fantasy team mm. because it's like a double win. And this week I looked at my roster and I was like, there's just no way Jerome Ford doesn't score a touchdown this week. There's just no way. But I had to run. I was running errands, grocery shopping. I didn't get home till 1215. I like walk inside, look at my notification. It was 115. Jerome Ford, 80 yard touchdown. I was like, the fuck? I didn't place it. Didn't place it. <laughs> it's a pain. So that if Christian McCaffrey doesn't score this week, that touchdown prop is dead. Well, good news is he just had a rushing touchdown. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's like four players every week that are like guaranteed to score touchdowns. Well, he didn't score last week. He got injured. All right. Um, or did he score before he got injured? Probably did. He's a touchdown machine. I didn't really care. I saw the Kelly Greens, and I love the Kelly Greens. Love. The it might Kelly be Greens. my color blindness. I might not see it as great as everyone else because I didn't like find them that awesome. Oh, but like everyone else it was, was so like good. freaking out about it. So good. But the actual really uniform even... matchup, Evan, wasn't good because the Dolphins were in white. Because the Dolphins have the worst logo in sports. That's a hot take. It's just a do- Dolphins have a very flamboyant little dolphin that is not very like. Sport. A dolphin is not sporty, Evan. I mean, it makes sense, though. It's it's a perfect logo for Miami. MLS team, they're pink. Like, that's just Miami. The Heat have pink uniforms. What what is a Heat? But they have a scary logo. The Dolphins have a good throwback logo. That's just another dolphin. Yeah, but it doesn't look like. I know what you're saying. The one they have. <laughs> what you're saying? Have you watched um, any postseason baseball? Yes, I watched like mo- I've been watching a lot of it because it comes on the f- early game. On yeah, man, double in the, the middle of work. On at five. I'm in the middle of work when that comes on. It's awesome. Someone behind me is like, "Holy it. shit, someone homered!" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> 
every time uh, I turn it on, I'm like, oh my God, it started at five. That's disgusting. But I sit down and watch it all. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty nice. Like the Diamondbacks had already won by the time I got home from work today. Yeah, I would just be pissed off, though, if I was like the Tigers and I was playing in. I can't live here for Tigers postseason baseball because they'll be playing at 4 p.m. 3 p.m. 5 o'clock. Yeah, it'd be like 3 p.m. start game. But I think baseball's always done that, where there's super early playoffs games. I get it, but still, it's just ridiculous. It's because there's no really, I mean, Arizona, but they made Arizona play at a Arizona game's already done, and that's it's five twenty five. Yeah, Arizona right played Arizona. at Arizona played a playoff game. They were first on the, like a doubleheader day. They played at like five o'clock Eastern, like two o'clock local, three o'clock local start first pitch in the middle of the week. My God, the Rangers are actually gonna win. Yeah, Corey Seager went yard in the first. Alex Bregman just hit a two-run bomb. And then Adolis Garcia got another RBI. Grant, we just moved into the new section of postseason baseball. You watched any? Uh, I watched the Diamondbacks-Phillies game that I spoiled in Gambling Degenerates, and that's the only game I've really seen. So you're out on baseball. I'll be honest. It's just tough because I'm such a football guy. I thought that baseball didn't exist, and then now that I'm here – like people talk about baseball all the time. Like like our friend group, we don't talk about baseball whatsoever. I'm telling you, like every day, like the the water cooler talk is baseball. It is weird. Yeah. Alex, well, imagine I told them I was makes, like, my team hasn't been in the playoffs since 2014, so like I forgot baseball existed. Like, oh yeah, we've been in the ALCS seven team. years in a row. I'm like, holy fuck! Exactly, no my shit. point exactly. You would talk about baseball every single day of your life if you're like, oh, we like I was sitting there today, the like, having a hard time believing. Like people are like excited for Game Seven tonight. I was just like, just another blip on my radar, and everyone else is like, what do you mean? Like this is, I'm super nervous. Like I'm what, scared. You, you got evening plans tonight, Dylan? I'm like, no. Like what's going on? Oh, Game Seven, ALCS. Sorry, I'm. I already bought my World I'm Series to watch though. I'm watching Niners, Vikings. 49ers. <laughs> Baseball has like the like uh, diehard sport fans. I guess we are that with college football and NFL football. But outside of that, I'm just a fan of like my teams. That that I like just my teams over like sports. Like if the Pistons were opening the season, I probably would watch a good Vikings chunk of that as opposed to Game Seven between diamondbacks phillies oh like, diamondbacks phillies i am fine. i'm complete opposite. i know you'd be you'd be complete baseball opposite. i know i am wait what would you say you'd rather watch than diamondbacks phillies piss piss if the pistons were on opening against the heat i'd watch kid cunningham and ivy oh, i don't play. know watch them being in this and jog up in the this court and give zero effort. baseball town like has kind of reinvigorated <laughs> my baseball interests i'll be honest Actually, you've been no playoff game. Oh, though. I've watched Actually, them all. The Houston Astros too. <laughs> no, never do that. Would never get a tattoo of any sports team. <laughs> I'm a playoff guy. Give me the playoff playoffs. baseball. Give me something fantastic. that means something. Really is good. I don't care about game four against the Kings. But like and nobody's giving any effort on the defensive side. What about mm-hmm. hockey though, Evan? What no one Red in Wings? this city even knows what hockey is. I cry every time I see the Red Wings <laughs> score. A little bit. I mean, if it's like I want to watch it, and they don't have me as happy because we're up already three nothing on the. Calgary Flames on a Sunday afternoon. That was much needed. Yeah, for I haven't our watched city. a second of Red Wings much hockey needed. because I'm not really sure how to. TNT Wednesday night, you missed out, loser. Wednesday <clears throat> night, I was busy. 
Interesting. Does that work very yeah. light? You just need a credit card. You need a credit card, Alex, with a Detroit zip code. I have one with a Birmingham or zip code. Michigan zip code. Yeah, Valley Sports might accept that. Or you just give me your login since you mooched off my YouTube TV for two years. I just don't know if they. I think they have oh, strict policies right, on sharing. Right. I give you stuff, you give me <laughs> nothing. Like that ticket you had this weekend. Kirk, oh wow! Kirkle to another. Oh, yeah, Jordan Addison has two I told touchdowns. You. KJ Osborne has well, that, zero. That touchdown was late. Oh, you have KJ. That touchdown was late. Yeah, seventeen six. Or All right. Missed so, should we do the elephant in the room, the sign stealing bomb by Pete Thamel today? The drop. I mean, I thought you were trolling all day. I'll be honest. I didn't think you were actually worried about it. And then I read the article. I, read and I was like, as soon as I got home from wow, practice, this is intricate. And it's it's just the level of details. You... <laughs> I think Michigan's going to get in some serious trouble. It made me so happy, and I think I it's going to happen quick. I do. I don't think it'll affect this season. That's my stances of tonight. I don't think, I think that's what season. you're hoping. I it, it's never like that would be unprecedented for college football. That that actually would go pitchforks. There's an actual can't do this like, season. I personally don't know if I agree with it. I don't really have a stance on it. We're gonna need all the details before I make a make a take. But there is an actual possibility, whether it's high or not, I don't know, that like they vacate wins. And take away wins, and yeah, that but, takes away a Big Ten so championship. Was, multiple, two of them. That effectively takes away a Big Ten I, championship. So, and then I was wondering. So let me finish, Grant. So right, my question right. would be to you. I gotta calm down. <laughs> obviously, all that stuff happened. The the championships to go into the playoff. You were there for all that. If they were to take away those, does it change your view of them? Or does it was it silly? I don't care. Like in that moment, it was great. We won two Big Ten titles. But even though when you look back at it, it'll just be they didn't exist. It changes absolutely. That's what I figured. About that your the wins and the joy of those seasons, because there's multiple factors. This is where I think there's two different camps of the way to view this. One is I think most college football fans all agree that. The offense here in question is really kind of something that all happens in sports. To the level Michigan's doing it is what adds a new twist with this guy, military background. Like, there's juicy details. Buying tickets, like, that's a different layer. But sign stealing, it's happened for a long time. There's ways to do it. The rule that this was made off of was 1994 because people were broke. And the the biggest schools would have too fair of an advantage to set in-person scouts. Like, the actual act of trying to steal signs... It's not that bad. And I do, I would, the only way I disagree with people, which I'm sure there are people out there that believe it and it's fair to believe it, but like the advantage Michigan was getting, I don't think is like insane. I do, obviously, they got better. It's just that stretch, very but I think weird time. Kind of, but it's like kind of with the Astros. So they, shit in they, 2020, they, which with, is 2020 is a throwaway season. And I've said on the record many of times that it doesn't count. So take that for what it is. But then did you saw all of a sudden win the Big Ten two years in a row? Yes, you can you can point at a but bunch of so things many... why that happened other than sign stealing, but I'm telling or I'm telling you why people would think the other way. Those are the only chirps that get to me because I think it's just so it's the lazy take. Like there's so many things they changed. They had the new strength and conditioning coach who was transformed how tough they've been. And Harbaugh actually like woke up and hired legit assistants and not like Pep Hamilton. 
and Don Brown, who had two defensive plays. Try like Johnson they actually, Like Mike McDonald <laughs> is having a great yeah. Mike McDonald's having a great time in uh, the Ravens staff. Like they just had really good coaches. Like they changed the program, they changed the culture. They had a first second round pick in Hutchinson. Like they were just better than they had been. Did the signs help in some games, I'm sure, but we know now on the record from last week reporting that Ohio State was was nervous about the sign stealing. They thought they knew about it. They changed their signs for the 2021 game. So that game, like there's there's multiple teams that have said they changed their whole signs. So you can't even factor the sign stealing into certain games because teams you were could kind of abreast to it and just change the sign. Changing signs in in a week How? is probably not that simple, and it could cause your playbook to get a little shortened. Caught some confusion. No. I mean, these are well, college then, kids, not pros. Not for an Ohio State level program, because those teams, if you don't have multiple signs, then you're just in dipshit because that's like college football. Like Ryan Day accused Clemson of stealing signs in playoff games already before. Like it's just something like Brett Venables used to steal signs. I'm not saying people like, don't it's steal just something signs. My next question happens. would be if Michigan did this, did they do anything else? Because no, what's going to happen if if all the Michigan fans that were bitching a week ago that saying that the NCAA was out to get them, they're just looking into this because Michigan got good, blah, 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 and now it's intricate. If you thought that was a witch hunt, now there will be one. They will be looking for more than this, and you better hope well, nothing that, else comes out. The witch hunt, can, they still can be true. It's still a person they do not like in general. No, because he, they don't he don't lies like, to their face. Because and I hate the NCAA. I'm because not a fan of he, Because he openly has, like, shit on all their policies through his time as an NCAA coach. Like, from the moment he stepped in at Michigan back in 2015, he started doing satellite camps to piss them off. He said these people need to be paid. Like, he's constantly been a prick to them, which is his own prerogative. Probably blatantly so lied it's last fair. week they about knowing because it's pretty clear that a guy with a $55,000 salary is getting reimbursed by Michigan. Because if you're going 50-yard line yeah, in these games and that we many don't know. Games, there's just no chance in hell. These are expensive tickets. Yes, yeah, there's a good chance. There's a good chance it, more people knew about it. What I am upset at as a fan is not like the effect it had on field. I just think that's second. I'm a, mad at what it'll probably lead to, which is Harbaugh ultimately leaving. Like for that's the Michigan the fans, not signed. There's, a, there's, a big, there's a big contingent of them right now that are in the coping stage and denial stage of uh, grief that are saying, oh, this could be a loophole that they had found in the rules because it's such a gray area with your paying random people to go to games to send you videos, not people on your staff. The NCAA is not going to – they're going to they're gonna penalize them. They're not going to be like, oh, you know what? In the court, like Michigan took us to the brink and you're right. They, there's a loophole. Like, no. There is enough evidence. They messed up. They're going to be punishments. That's why I'm upset at. I just don't want to see this program. Jim Harbaugh, if he was like 55, 45 NFL, I, he's probably like 75, 25 now because they're probably going to try to suspend him for a year or something crazy. Like it's, they're probably going to come down, probably scholarship limits because the Patriots got a first pick taken away. And if you think about cap and roster management, they'll probably limit scholarships, which is a really harsh penalty because recruiting is and scholarships is everything in college football. So that'll probably happen. I'm all speculating, but that's where my mind went is that doomsday of like Grant savor this season because it might get really dark really fast because if he leaves, JJ leaves, and you get slapped with a bunch of um, sanctions, that can set a program back like five years. 
if if it's as bad you as like could be staring down the barrel of four in a year next year depending on how things go with the schedule as well and i would trade that right now for a natty like that's where we're at that's why this year has become even more important do you think the as more of this continues to come out during the year that it might eventually have an effect on the players and the coaches and the team i don't know i, I don't think so as we've said many times, these are college kids, and you know they're looking at social media. Yeah. I mean, to me, it might spurn them. Like, the Astros are another person, team, Patriots, been accused of this. The Astros, uh, when it came out, they went and won the World Series either the next year or the year after. Like, they just, with no sign stealing. So I think, like, it can be something that just galvanizes, and you just, you, I want to go prove the whole sport wrong, that we don't even need the signs now, because... Connor's not showing up to the PSU OSU game with his buddies or the people that he sent. Like they're just like, we'll just beat you without them. There's gonna be a lot of bad it's blood just in the final do. game of the season. The just the whole thing, the whole thing is dumb. I'm not so much worried about the NCA. I'm worried about the Big Ten. I've been kind of getting into the weeds with that. Whereas the NCA is so laughable and a joke and their whole organization is falling apart and they don't have as much power. But the Big Ten was in on this as well and had released statements the first week. The Big Ten could be a problem. Evan. Evan, your thoughts on the matter? <laughs> or any questions? Uh, any questions? Any thoughts? Anything? Or don't anything, listen to me anything. He's the enemy here. No, we're all fans of college football. I mean, I have a lot, but I'm on the other spectrum because it's not happening to my team. I think, obviously, the 1994 rule is in place for a reason. I think it's still in place for a reason, okay? The whole scouting thing, if you want to sit there and scout, fine, have at it, go ahead. But the whole scouting thing that they're talking about, it's not scouting. It's filming filming illegally of sidelines that is... In the rules, multiple times it states you cannot film the sideline of any signals by a coach, anybody on the sideline. Multiple times. That's my biggest takeaway. My only, my only pushback to that, Evan, and I do agree why they put that in place, but it's just it's a flimsy rule. I know I don't think anyone would do this, but with how technology has advanced, they couldn't have predicted this in 1994. I agree. Remember, we saw that. That lady, I was thinking about this after that she was just going to Instagram live for the intros. Yes. And like she was like Instagram living half the game. And I was like, maybe she's a Michigan spy as a joke. But my point of the matter was, is that there's nothing that can stop someone. Like what if I was just a, a psycho fan and I went to an opposing game and I filmed the sideline and I just uploaded a two hour copy to YouTube and I emailed it to Connor Stallions. And I was like, don't know how I got this. Here you go. Like, with YouTube, like there be copyright infringements on your thing, we're probably get shut down. Yes, yes, potentially. But I see your point. Like the filming, the signs, I do agree with that. I just think, like, there's people could be doing it. Like people probably have been doing it in other ways. It's Correct. just so how dumb that they. I went just about find it hilarious it. that Michigan I, fans I will just yes. act like, oh, since they broke the rule, the rule is bad. Instead of accepting an ounce of accountability, when I watch their Walmart Wolverine fans constantly tell my program to accept accountability for what happened last year and accept accountability for Mel Tucker and Larry Nasser and everything else that's ever happened to us, even though it's not even directly related to football. And then when Michigan breaks a rule, a blatant stated rule that everybody can read, everybody knows you're supposed to follow, 
and they break it and it's, oh, the rule's dumb. No accountability. I think it's hilarious. And I'm not even saying it's you, Grant. Because there's a blue wall. But it's just – it's very – to put it lightly, that we can just act like the rule shouldn't exist because we're Michigan and we're better than you. That that's how it feels. And I didn't want to get all upset about I it. No, you're not. <laughs> Michigan State just takes so much abuse in the media for everything, and then Michigan does something wrong, and it's like, oh, bad rule, bad rule. Like it's just so stupid. Well, my only two points. I know you're not talking to me because I'm taking accountability. I realize that most likely, if they if they find the video of these people saying to Connor, they cheated. You can't. You can't take signs with video. So they cheated. I take that. I do think it's a stupid rule. If any team got in trouble with this, if this was Ohio State and Michigan State, I would just be like, we have to be better. I, I, I Maybe I'm rose clear glasses. Maybe I'm wrong. If you guys were fans of Michigan State, the I would just feel the same way as me. Would be like, if they did this, would be unbelievable. No, I'm saying I would hope you guys, if you had won the championships, you'd be like, hey, it doesn't take it away. I I, I wouldn't change Yeah, no, I'm not, not even like, oh, they were I'm not disagreeing with your point of view. I'm just dis- disappointed that Michigan fans act just so high and mighty about everything. And then if when they do things wrong, it's still they find a way to be, oh, it's there's nothing wrong with this. And I can give thousands of examples. But also give thousands. <laughs> Alex, not to bring it to our fantasy football league, this behavior that they yeah. did. It kind of like me. And yeah, and I get abused and then there's a new rule. So, I mean, it's – We're trying to find the gray areas. They're trying to pay other people not on staff to go to games except, to do it. Except Connor Stallions is on staff do in and, fantasy he went and he violated rules <laughs> and it's clear as day. He did not, he did not go. Connor Stallions did not he go He never went to a games. single game. That – correct. He has a sideline role on Michigan sideline. He is at Michigan games. He says he's paid for multiple games. He buys the tickets and he transfers them via StubHub to his vast network of spies that don't work for Michigan to go do this for him. Whatever it is, my point is that that's the loophole they're trying to the get. The high out, and I mighty believe, bullshit is what Michigan of fans this are clinging on to. Pappas ass university is. I've had enough of it. Take accountability. Be like, "Yup, we cheated," and move on. And we did cheat. Also, there's that you, Rand. Go ahead, Evan. You like finish. The other seventy-five percent of morons. There's also this whole, uh, like, oh, Harbaugh didn't know, but it's also the Rick Patino rule. Like, if you didn't know. He did. I'm saying even if Jim Harbaugh didn't know, there is a rule in NCA for all sports. It's the governing body rule. Like, you are in charge of your program, and you have to basically know everything, or it's, like, failure. It's, to it's an indictment on the leader to... of Michigan if he doesn't know that they're Correct. cheating. And that should be on him, and that should be on the entire program. But not surprising, Jeff Jackson. Yeah, did you, did you, you know, there's more? plenty of reasons that you know Michigan should get away with this. I don't think like people are pretending there, that you don't think that seventy percent of this Michigan Walmart fan base <laughs> thinks that they, the rule is just stupid. Seventy is well, a little high, Alex. No, like the Walmart. Yeah, I watched NBC that, tell you know, me that the rule is dumb and that Michigan should not get in trouble for it. Because it's a stupid rule. But it you is. broke like, that's it. Point blank. And it's you got caught for it. That's where the rules don't. You got there's caught. Other ways, there's other ways to scout. There's other ways to scout. Other teams are not. I mean. Grant, I do yeah. Grant, I do agree with you that they did not predict like the education of the vast like uh the way technology Michigan went about too. doing it. Like such but an also, elaborate Grant, There's scheme. other ways you can scout. If you're looking at. Okay. Yeah. Just break down film. You're watching film. Granted, a lot of teams nowadays have the whole. I'm going to hold up ginormous ass bed sheets over the coach's given signals. 
However, but if you're on the other sideline and you're going like across the sideline, you scout the team, the games that they're on the away side and like the TV cameras going down on them. There's ways that when you get film, you can still look at the sideline and somewhat try to pick out what they're calling. Sending minions to the game to record the other sidelines entire game is absurd. The the recording part is the part the the rule of that you can't in person scout is so antiquated. That's dumb. not what and I'm talking it, about. It's just college I'm football. Talking about filming I'm, from the, the fifty part, yard line at thirty games or whatever it was. I mean that and that the one guy didn't put his phone down of the entire. That's game. absurd. The fact of buying tickets for the I, home and away sideline. I, I don't know what uh what storage that guy has on his phone. I was thinking that. How the fuck <laughs> and if these are people in his like military spy network, who knows what other gadgets they're using? Could be getting sound. I mean, it, the operation the operation is absolutely sick. And if I was a fan of opposing team, I'd be like, damn, I wish my team was like going that hard. That's me defending them. But like, they're gonna get yeah, they cheated, they deserve to. in trouble. Is what I want. Like, I want Michigan fans yes, to realize I agree. that they deserve but to be in trouble. The but the rule is stupid. The rule is just antiquated. I should say that. The, like I told Evan at Spurn Stadium, the fact that they don't have radios and college football helmets at this point yeah. is so stupid. Yes. It's it's quarterbacks beyond ridiculous. It eliminates all of this. You don't have to do it. I read an article talking about the history of sign stealing. Part of the reason why NF or college coaches have pushed back on the radio because they want the ability to steal signs. Because they know it probably it can be, is an be a massive advantage. And they don't. They don't want to get because radios and helmets are not expensive. Any no, school okay, could get no, them. They're not. I don't that think anyone hard. was thinking that the reason was money. We're talking about a billion, quadrillion. I wondered because there's 133 teams compared to 32. The thing in the is, NFL. There, there would be some schools that couldn't, some conferences that couldn't have it. But the day that Michigan or Ohio State has it in their helmets, the day that the rest of the Big Ten gets it, because it's a competitive advantage. They'd have to do it. Yeah, they have to do it. The NCAA would have to make a rule probably for it. But it's wild to me. Like what I would do at Park Tudor is illegal in college football. That makes no sense. We would go to other games that we were playing next week and write down the signs. It's crazy, though, that in college football, the NFL, you can go to other games and scout. You can't take videos like the Pats, but you can go scout. It's just crazy that that is illegal, that you can't go attend a game. You're deflecting from the point of Michigan's elaborate scandal to get to the 50-yard line of every game and record the other sidelines for the entire game is bananas. Yeah, if you have have the means to do it, like they they shot their shot, they cheated. I agree. But the rule is antiquated. Scouting games should not be illegal. It's recording sidelines for a whole game is crazy. But, but fine. Should transfer Porter era. Like we just took Jack Tuttle and AJ Barner. You don't think they could walk yes. in and say this is what Indiana does? Teams have to change their yes. signs all the time. That's, it's insane. It's different though. It's not the same thing. But it is because like I feel like the 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 reactions of some people being like maybe they're hyperbole, but like, oh, this is a disgusting the act only for thing the sport that of it, a black eye. It's like not that it's, it's this is my deal, thing, Grant. The only it's not that big disgusting thing about it is that it's one, it's still going on. Like they had the fact the they had tickets planned. for them obviously the game this week. We we're off ready off. for that. But two is that <laughs> that's why they did it fast. That just proved that they are doing the in-person scouting like every single week of that season that they're scouting and trying to steal signs. Mm-hmm. Barner coming in and Tuttle coming in. Obviously, you would hope if Indiana has any common sense in that coaching staff, they don't because Tom <laughs> Allen's our head coach. They would change a couple signs. They had a new offense coordinator come in, so all the signs are probably completely different, anyways. Um, but like the 
like from week 10 to week 11, signs aren't changing that much, no matter what program yeah, it is. And like I said earlier, it's not that easy to just change all your signs in a week. Like my these are kids that are not going to be able Grant, to process it, that, that much information. The college, athletes, the college athletes on the field could probably get the signs, but now you have to rely on three grad assistants to call in the correct different sign from that week that you've only given them four days to prep for. This is not the NFL. Yeah. I mean, NFL's a business. Those people are paid I know, to like, do that. These grad assistants are just doing it. No, the college football is a professional sport at this point. I There's no excuses for like, the athletes, it's just kids. The like, athletes yeah, I would sports. argue the, the support staff of a college football team the versus line. as but the like, support staff of an NFL team. Maybe a grad assistant. But the men in charge, Ross Ellis is making 500K. It's a professional he's sport. He's money. a clown. He's a and he makes that he much money. Yeah, correct. We're not talking about But that. we're talking about the states, especially the high, the high end. The, like the big games, like Ohio State bitching about it, it's a joke because you can't tell me that Urban Meyer and Ryan Day didn't have Don Brown's whole defense. Well, everybody in their back did because everybody knows well, what Don Brown does. Blitz everybody, play man defense, get burnt over the top. Anybody could have played offense against Sam Grant. Rocky Lombardi. But if you're did. telling me like, oh, like they're anybody could play, they're going to get in trouble because there's. Because they're stupid and got caught. But I'm not going to sit here and feel bad because I know Michigan's probably gotten got with their signs being stolen. And Jim was like, you know what? I'm tired of losing going two and four with Joe Millen. We're just going to hire this. That's not even what this is about. This is about taking accountability for what you did. And it's not for what you did. And I'm talking about Michigan. When I say you, I'm talking about Michigan. I'm talking about Jim blatantly lying to everybody last week and said he didn't know about any of this going on. And none of this would ever happen in his high and mighty program. But he's a lying piece of shit. And that's where we're at with it. Because he's just never going to admit that he thinks he's better than the NCAA, which sure he probably is because the NCAA is corrupt. The NCAA does suck. But some accountability is all I'm asking from Grant, the I have shit a program. I have a real. He pro- I want to say this. He probably. He probably knew. But again, innocent. And if he didn't, other he people knew. did, and he should have. And he'll still get in trouble for it because it's his and he program. Deserves like to. I said, there's a rule written for this example. Maybe it was Matt Weiss. He's a scumbag. And he's then maybe Michigan should have told everyone what he what he did and got fired for. Maybe it was Don Thomas. Oh, computer crimes. We'll never know. Blue Wall covered that one up. Grant, do you have a question? Grant, do you want to know the assistant coaches that like talk to him? That talk to this Connor Stallions guy? Do you want to know like the direct order of line, or we would rather just have it never come out and you just don't worry, Evan. The Blue Wall protect. We're that. fucked anyways. I think I want all the details. The, the articles are fascinating to read. Oh yeah, like just the details. I don't. I don't care. I think ESPN's like, better than guess, the FBI. I, they come out with so Pete much Hamill's shit so fast. Job. Because Pete Hamill like is a really good at his job. State. Dan Murphy is a piece of yeah. shit. Murphy. Also, Stuart <laughs> Mandel. He, there's a couple national reporters that have been making my list. Welcome, this was before. Welcome this to stuff. the you know how, what it's like club. to be abused by the national media. Stuart Mandel. Just taking victory laps last week on Harbaugh after like nothing was because last week was ridiculous. There was no evidence. This article, like I said, changes things because there's a smoking gun and they'll get in trouble if they find out he had all those videos on his computer. But I will say this. I'm pretty sure if those videos are on his computer, I don't know if he can get in that much trouble because it was no one on staff. You delete evidence. I mean, that's that's a massive red flag. How they find paper program. Tom Brady threw Brady's phone broke. Tom Brady's phone broke during Deflategate. <laughs> and they suspended People Tom forget. Brady. Yeah, now look how shitty the Patriots are. Yeah. I don't know. Do I want to know? I don't know, because that means they... I, I want, I want, I want Michigan to get popcorn. Trouble. I do. 
I'm not. I want to be eating popcorn, sitting in a lawn chair, and drinking beer, reading an article of telling. I want to know every inch, inch, inch of it. And if Michigan him. comes out and they didn't even do anything wrong, then I'd be happy to be like, yeah, then they don't deserve anything. Okay, Grant. Second question. Okay, since mm-hmm. he is the sign stealing leader of his minions, and there's he's a minion yeah. to somebody else. There's also I read in the art the very first article that came out about like, oh the subtle sign stealing that he is seen on the sidelines next to the defensive coordinators. Does he have yeah. no he does he have a he, he has a binder. What's in that binder? The the calls. Like but that's the thing though. Stealing signs in game. In game, yes, but he already knows what the sign is. In game. So he's just going right. Okay, but what he's doing yeah, on the sideline—that's that, that. What tell he's this doing guy, on the sideline is not illegal. How he's getting that information is yes, what's being decided. We know. If it's that. I'm agreeing with you. I'm what, agreeing with I mean, you. He's helping them, but there's teams change their signs. I'm sure there's some games where he's like, "Oh yeah, they're doing exactly oh, what shit. I saw." And there's some like, "Oh, I can't, I can't help you. Um, I can't help you." Uh, what's this shit's easy? Jay Johnson's had the same signs for the last three years. Guys, we yeah. don't need this. There's probably somewhere it's a layup. My take is somewhere. My final take is that Michigan kind of because there's no doubt in my mind that this guy did not just. Oh go my god, rogue. Alex! I just thought of the biggest stat that we should look at. Biggest stat. We should, continue. Oh, sorry, I just thought of the biggest stat we should look at. Hold your thoughts in my brain. So I will. Obviously, he's being directed directed by someone to do this. We assume he could be a crazy well, person. I want to know who it is. <laughs> Let me finish. There's, no There's a chance, though. Finish. No. There's a chance that he didn't. <laughs> He's just doing this on his own and not telling anybody about it. I'm going to go pretty highly unlikely there. Okay. 0.5%. So in my head, someone is telling him what to do. Now, Connor Stallings is his massive scapegoat. Who knows if he can get a job now? You know, He's like getting publicly bashed in the media, blah, blah, blah. High school football. Someone from the NCAA sits down with him. Interrogates him like this scary NCAA is, and he's just like, he better die for the shield. Yep, <laughs> Jim knew everything. Just he's just gonna just be like, yeah, they've me over. I'm gonna come over, and he he might just no. fully give out all the information. No. And that's what I'd be worried about as a Michigan fan is that you put his public name out there, you let Matt Weiss have his like he just fade off into the distance, but not Connor Stallings. You guys let him go to the ground, and he could just be like, you know what, Michigan, what they did to me. They only paid me no, $55,000 a year. Absolutely not. I am not dying for the shield. I am giving up the information. And then you guys are. Hmm. You're so off on this, Alex. That kid was. I haven't dying heard him talk. He was an un. Or anything about he, him. He was an unpaid. Vo- he was an unpaid volunteer for five years. He's Tom Wamsgams in succession. Jim sat with him and just said, hey, buddy, you're going to jail. I'm sorry, but you're the guy. And he's like, yes, sir. Yeah, but even Tom turned. He will not rant. And Tom became guy. Oh, spoilers. Well, Connor could become the guy. Marissa said, did you hear that? Is there a knock at the door? Am I being too loud I did get heated there. Oh, she. Marissa just heard a girl's voice bloody murder screaming. She's probably getting tickled. Let's move on. What? Well, I need to know your take. Well, Wilkins sent I need to know these stats. Oh, oh my God. So Wilkins sent something interesting. What? I don't. Chase Evans, December 30th, 2022. 
December 31st, 2022. The recruiting intern for his minions. I don't know. I don't know what to take from that. I don't That's know what to such a either. reach. He could have paid him for like a burger. Well, or December thirtieth, and the the description is Georgia. If that's the case, Connor Stallings might be the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> if you just bet Motel fully... Georgia, it's about it's just GA. Well, Alex, it's just GA position. Alex, he bought he bought the tickets under his, in his own name. Yeah, he and is on stupid. his LinkedIn, it says my specialty is deciphering opponents he, and like attacking their weaknesses. That's why maybe you can get him to crack in an interrogation room. That's what I would do if I was the NCAA. I would hammer that guy. I would make him tell me. I'm watching too much suits. Chase Evans is still on staff. Wait, so he's fired. If you look at a person that will squeal, that guy, that kid will squeal. The recruiting interns, you can get to say whatever. You better hope. You better Um, hope, Grant. Program's about to die. Reading, uh, Cam is the big one in the chat that's pushing the narrative that there's a loophole. Yeah, oh, Cam, classic that Michigan guy. fans trying to get out of so it. So he sent us an M. He no accountability. That's exactly so what I'm, I'm talking trying about. Trying to dive in to see if there's Just anything. Be like, yep, Duff, let's win a national well, championship this year. That that I can respect. Can we can we talk about this? Can we talk about this though? How pissed would you guys and the rest of college football be if it turned out that they did skate the rules in a gray area and they really can't be punished because they got out of it? Like, what that if they just cracked speed. it? I'd just chuck. I mean, I don't even wouldn't, wouldn't even need the reason. I would just chalk it up to the blue wall. <laughs> the blue wall took over the NCAA yeah, and Big Ten. Michigan slime balls and all types. Well, of if that kid, well, if that kid technically is one of the interns, then they're because he's a recruiting intern. Yes. yes. I, I don't see how Michigan gets off, but find out. Well, the hard part is there's so many of them. Like these are, I, I was reading someone said they're level two violations. So bull bans cannot come from those and like vacated wins don't come from um, level two violations, but there's 30 of them. So I don't know. I how, think like, also level two is equal an investigation uh, into more and you might just find uh what else could they find? They already found recruiting. Um, they found this. In Michigan's program, who knows? This was 100%, though. NCAA did not look for this. This got brought to the NCAA's door. This was the Big Ten teams bitching and putting together their case. Which, if you can't beat them, turn them in. You, you know how cool it would be, though, to, like, be a – like, what if it was someone that worked in, like, um, ticketing for one of these schools? Like, imagine cracking the case. I actually that, thought about this the other day. Always Sunny where he's got Should the I- board up. And they call Iowa, and they're like, has a Connor Stallions came to your game? And they're like, yep, in 2011. And then they call the other school, like, has a Connor Stallions came to your game? He's like, yep. Evan, you didn't say what we need to look up, but you guys were going on tangent. What's the stat? The biggest stat of all time. What is Michigan's stats versus first-time offensive coordinators over the last, like, three years? Like, brand-new mm. offensive coordinators, either in the first half or that game. What made me think about it was – Okay. Last year, Michigan struggled in one big game. Well, it wasn't a big game, but they struggled mightily against Illinois. Brand new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They struggled the first couple of years against Ohio State. And Ryan Day. Ryan Day's been there for a while. Okay, same. And they same didn't get stuff. to go to the Michigan, the Ohio State Penn State game, so they might not have much on Brian Hartline. Brian Hartline, next Michigan State football head coach. Offensive coordinator. So, 
first time facing Jay Johnson. Five touchdowns. Second time, technically. First time you started cheating, boom, five touchdowns. Actually, we, Every we year beat after them that? the first two times Jay was there. Only one. Only they started two and zero against Michigan. That is embarrassing. <laughs> That's a better rule, Evan, than the stat. than the people have been doing the first and second half stat, and I just well, don't think P- that makes just any sense. Just half, so like, like the second half, that's been happening now. Yeah, some balls in the way than other stuff. Uh, yeah, not a thing. Fun fact about this stupid rule, and another reason I'll pound the drum is that the NCA almost overturned this rule to like two years ago. They almost just got rid of it's it. It's more so about how like, elaborate in-person scouting or videotaping the sidelines. Uh, they said the minimal competitive advantage gained by scouting future opponents in person is outweighed by the monitoring and enforcement burdens of ensuring compliance okay, with we're the talking, legislation. You're talking about That's scouting what games. Case was. We're not going to keep going on this. This is the last thing. You're talking about scouting games. We're talking about recording sidelines. It's a little different. It's more like Spygate than the, it is scouting the wide games. Shot of an, the wide shot of an all-22 usually has it. You can Not see the whole sideline that. from that. The, these people are just facing the other sideline recording like this. Depends There's, on what They bought though. tickets but at like, the 47, NFL, between the 47 and 47-yard line of every game. High enough to high see. Enough, huh? Yeah. High enough to see everything. Don't just accept. It's not like it's cracking the Vinci code. Don't make me lump you. Yeah, with the WalMarts. They broke an outdated rule. Even you have to spin it in some way to make. They did not break an outdated rule. The rule is in place on purpose. You cannot record (laughs) sidelines, Grant. Sideline recording is not scouting. That's the crazy thing. They almost got rid of in-person scouting. The whole. That's scouting. 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 You scouting record you. sidelines. I'm I'm scouting you. I'm sure you can't record <laughs> sidelines in the NFL. I'm sure you can. All right, this is the buy. This is the loophole. I think if Jay Johnson tried to record sidelines, it still wouldn't help. Agreed. <laughs> well, defense. it really only helps the Which defense. Michigan's it doesn't really help an offense. It doesn't even matter much. what defensive coordinator it is. They've just been great. It was Aiden Hutchinson. I'm not even saying it's wild. Like Michigan's still a good um, team, and I'm not like taking that away from them. I'm just saying it affects the That's what I'm trying to say. And your piece of shit fans seem to know that. And I'm I'm assuming that this part of the conversation is not on the record anymore because I've said some mean things about them. Yeah, I mean, I'll call it parts and I'll bleep some. The bylaw that is in question here is that there's no clarity on who is allowed to be. In-person scouting. Can we stop saying in-person scouting? We're not. I'm not arguing that. I am arguing that you cannot film illegally the other sidelines for signals and transferring about. them on film and giving them to coaching staffs to cheat. I agree, but the thing with Michigan's case is they have to find. They're supposed to be getting that oh, video guys. this week. The, the article says that they're supposed to be getting the video of a person sitting there from a stadium doing this, but they have to prove that that video went to. It did. You kidding me? Well, he got the ticket from Connor, so I don't know what like else they're gonna yeah. do with it. Three hours of game film. What is that Grant, guy gonna there's do? There's no it? actual way <laughs> that Michigan can get out of it because there's they did it. They did it. No, I'm telling you, and it was sent. And if, if just... they get out of it, it's it's an absolutely an inside job. <laughs>
No, or it's you and fantasy football. They found a loophole. They did an no, IR No, because Connor Stallions works for the team, and he they definitely gave broke. it to coaching members. He did. Don't lie. We don't know that yet. Don't lie, Grant. <laughs> he did. No. But they have to prove that. They sure they prove. do. And they will. And then, and then right the now, Blue Wall will Pete pretend Dammel. that nothing happened. We'll never see another thing about it. And it'll be like two years from now. Wait, what happened to the sign stealing thing? No, the Blue Wall. Oh, it exists everywhere in this country, Grant. Everywhere. The National, the National NBC right News now? broadcast blew their load about it. Hey, Alex. Don't, those are not reporters. Don't include, those are entertainers. Don't include they don't know anything about football. He, no one likes him. But Thamel, Stuart Mandel, Pat Ford, they're not holding Michigan's water at all. Yeah, he's shit on Michigan this weekend. He might as well be Dan Dockage. I'm just saying. (laughs) The only person that had our back, though, was Paul Feinbaum. That was crazy that Paul Feinbaum had Michigan's back in all this. That's why. That was stunning. But he hates Harbaugh. He's made Harbaugh for a decade. Oh. We've gone too long here, but that's probably what the people wanted. They probably wanted that last segment. I there. just want people. I want accountability. <laughs> that's it. I want an NCAA investigation into every program in the country on what they're doing with signs. I want a level playing field. We're not seeing signs here. Classic. Deflect and put it on other programs. You guys that are in the good clean. one. That's a good tactic. Drive past these yep. Lansing. Let's open up. Let's open up. Washington. Good tactic. Let's Pretend that it's right not you. It's someone else. Everyone. Dan Lanning. What? Dan Lanning looks like a cheater if I've ever yeah. seen one. I'll be honest. Dan Lanning, he looks like a guy that cheats. He started a low-level GA. It feels like Dan Lanning's on a motorway trajectory. But Dan Lanning is so like analytical so. that he might not be cheating. He just looks at a bunch of stats and was like, well, this is what I'm supposed to do. Dan Lanning and Mel Tucker have very similar career paths, people. Also, should Dan we Lanning really be asking questions? Is why a bad fan for not pulling a Connor Stallions for Ohio State? Why isn't he capable? He has a military background. <laughs> not yet. He's got to get out. And then Ryan Day's got to hire him. Why he could do it for well, Why he could actually, do it for Michigan State when Brian Hartline's a head coach here? OC Evan, he'll be head coach when Urban gives it to him in My five last years. Thing. <laughs> what I actually think happened I think is I think Connor work. probably did start this himself because of to get a job in coaching. And then I do think the coaches started to figure out how is this guy so good at this, and they probably knew then. But I don't, I don't think it was like someone high up being like, Connor, you're going to do exactly this. I think during his volunteer years, there's no way they keep him around as a volunteer for five years doing all that. Like he probably was like, I can do this for you. There's I, no I doubt he was a, probably a psycho and about it. Oh, was I, like Michigan I for sure told so. him I don't to do think it. that guy. Like, I, you think it was like yes. You think like it was Jim sought him no. out and was like, you're going to do this. But someone went to Jim and was like, hey, I think we should do this. And Jim's like, yeah, do it if we can help us. And then blah, 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 told blah, 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 told blah, blah, blah. And they're like, let's find some <laughs> moron on this staff who will do <laughs> Literally, that, that, this is literally what they did. They're like, let's find the dumbest person here to do this so that if we do get caught, this moron goes down and we're fine. Because the, the NCAA would be like, this guy's so <laughs> dumb that – there's no way Michigan knew anything about it. it. And Grant, it's even tricked you because I, now you think that he is just so stupid that he would just do whatever for Michigan because he just loves them so much. You're already brainwashed by it. No, because he was a Twitter yeah, like It's all part of the plan. Boy. Find like, the dumbest uh, person on staff and make him do it so that people like you are <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he just didn't know any better. He just wanted to help. And that's what's happening.
and you're falling for it. No, I'm saying he won't rat them out. He won't rat them he out. He will if the NCAA offers him a settlement. <laughs> He's going to make them squeal. Right, I would. That's the show. If I've ever seen a squeal. Off the right. <laughs> Cheers to episode 100. I think Ohio State would. Cheers. 38. To another Cheers national media member. High school playoff starting. Wow. To another national media nice. member leaving AJ Hogarth off a top 20 point guard list. Yeah.